0: All right. All right. All right. Now, Guy, before we get into it, before we get started with this episode, how you doing?
1: Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, today, I found myself in the uh, default Windows background, so that's that's a fun time. Uh, I moved all my... you get my... stuck there? Yeah, uh, I'm stuck here, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I need to, like rick and morty portal my way out of here or something i moved all the desktop icons away so it like made more sense but
0: yeah that may make sense you could use them to climb out
1: yeah i wish i brought my my
0: golf clubs because this is like nice you know golfing territory here too that's true that's true
2: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah well i are in the room field, I'm in my new corner office i bought it just for this nice yeah that's good that's good stuff yeah. is that chicago um yes <laughs> Maybe Could be Actually, you know, yeah, Let me, let me get it <laughs> Where am I I don't know This is the most generic city ever Anyway yeah, you're, you're f- It's nice though you got a lot of windows Oh absolutely nice corner office but Anyway if you're confused If you're listening and you're confused If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music We are on Skype right now if you couldn't tell um, We are going to see Black Panther tomorrow Yeah so or when are we usually record. So instead of doing our usual recording, we're on Skype. Yes. And you're gonna see uh the mid season awards and predictions later. Um but actually how are you doing besides being stuck there? Good? Ah, uh, yeah, doing good, doing good. How about yourself? Not bad, not bad. Um I supposed to have a meeting tonight, got cancelled, very last minute, but it's okay.
1: Yeah it, it's a better feeling than like the this could have been done on an email kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And it was done on an email. It just was mm. day of okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I was able to get to the gym. Get get to relax a little bit before the pod. So that's good. better gotcha. than being in a meeting. So. yeah. True that. Oh, true that. Absolutely. All right. But yeah. Once again, if you're listening and you want to look at our Give you backgrounds and watch us for once, this episode's actually on YouTube. Um So our YouTube channel is Dairy J Sports. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into the news. We're just going to do one quick rundown for the people. Yeah. Um, Start with college football. So we have our second college football playoff rankings released. Yeah. 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 Honestly. So I I, I do have some notes on uh, the whole thing. Um, but just off the top, we have number one, Georgia, number two, Ohio State, number three, Michigan, number four, TCU, number five, Tennessee, so it we went from one to five, and number six, Oregon. Um, Alabama got bumped, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, mm-hmm. First game, I want to recap. Georgia beat Tennessee 27-13 at home, which caused Tennessee to be bumped out of the top four. Um, Tennessee, from this point out, has a very easy schedule. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think as long as they don't drop a game, like I think they have like Vanderbilt, Mizu, and another team that's like not good this year. Um, but yeah, so if they if they just win out from this point on, I think they'll be back in before it's all said and done.
1: Yeah, I mean, is TCU like? I mean, I'm assuming they're good because they're in the top four. But like,
0: it, it just felt like it felt like it kind of slap in the face for Tennessee.
1: Not, well, not completely.
0: They're undefeated. Yeah, they're okay. undefeated in the Big Twelve, so that's why they're in the top four. They're probably going to win the Big 12. Um, however, a good transition. I'll talk about TCU real quick. I don't think they're going to end up being in the, uh, the college football Plus by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. The next couple games, I think the next two games, they play at Texas and at Baylor. Um, Texas is in the top 25 ranked. Baylor is not. Baylor is also pretty tough, and they're both mm-hmm. in their conference, so like, you never really know with conference games. It could go either way. So I don't see TCU winning both those games. If they lose one of those two games, Tennessee's going to reclaim their spot, I think. Yeah, personally. for sure. Because um, Tennessee, like I said, they're going to have one loss against a – with their schedule. They beat LSU. They beat Alabama. They lost by, like, two touchdowns to Georgia. Mm. And they beat Pitt, who was ranked at the time. So, like, their resume is way better than TCU's because they played, like, a lot of tough opponents and still only have one loss. Yeah. Um so I think I think they'll be top four by the end of it. Right. Um head over to Alabama, Alabama lost to LSU in overtime, which knocked them down to nine from uh five to nine. Um, and LSU went from ten to seven. So LSU should win out from this point on. So there's a very tiny chance that we can have somehow have a two loss team in the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, because LSU has some quality wins. And uh, I think if like people just start losing left and right, they might squeak in, um, especially because I think Michigan and Ohio State, um, they're in the playoffs right now, both of them. They, that's always the last game of the season, Michigan versus Ohio State. They haven't really had a tough schedule so far this year. Um, I guess Penn State was like both their like toughest games at this point. Um, so what I think we could see whoever loses that game gets loses out in top four. By the end of the season.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, we have three games left, so like I can I think Alabama's gonna be out of it by now. Um, Clemson's definitely out of it. So Clemson uh, lost to Notre Dame. They got crushed by Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame wasn't even ranked. <laughs> yeah, it was a stomp. Yeah, Clemson <laughs> was what three or four, and Notre Dame wasn't ranked at all. And they <laughs> just whooped their ass. Um, Notre Dame is now ranked in the top twenty-five. Um, but Clemson is there, they have no chance of making the uh, playoffs at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, they give it to even if TCU lost, they'd give it to them over TCU, TCU over them. Like, there's so many better one loss teams like Oregon and USC. I can see whoever wins the Pac 12 making it over Clemson, and everything like that. Yeah, it's an interesting year for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's three games left, so we'll see what happens because I think it's, uh, it's going to come down to the wire. All right. That's all I got for college football. Yeah. Um, take it over to baseball real quick. Baseball. Um, the World Series wrapped up. Congrats. Your Astros won. Yeah. Thank God, man.
1: <laughs> you you going to get, get a, a championship hat? Uh, probably not because I was a bandwagon fan. But um, no, it's just like I, I love like I feel like there wasn't that much slander for them winning, though. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, people like, were like, you know, talking shit the day of, but. A week later, I feel like I haven't heard much like slander about the Astros.
0: because yeah, I th- I think this title was kind of their uh, their, uh, their end. You know, they're all right, mm-hmm. back in good graces. They won legitimately this time. Um, so I think I think it's kind of their the the mantra of them cheating is kind of over at this point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, like, it was a it was a tough game that last mm-hmm. game though. Um, it it came down to the wire. Yes, if five so finals four one. Um, but it was kind of like slow scoring the entire time. It was like very late when it happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they so they won four to two in the series. The last game was four one in Houston. I forget the exact stat, but I did hear this is a fl- first time in like four or five years that the uh, like, uh the winning team won in their own stadium. Wow, oh, I never mean, like, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, the, the, it was in Houston. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jeremy Pena won the MVP. Um, he's a rookie, he rookie shortstop. Uh, I have some stats, but I need to find them real quick. Sorry. Um, that he went ten for twenty five uh, with a homer and three RBIs in the series. Um, in Game Six, he had a hit and. Uh, oh yeah oh yeah He's, he he got a hit and he scored in the big three run swing at the end um and let's see there's he is the only the second rookie to do this and uh he joins the list of the few people who won the uh, lcs series and the world series mvps because he won the mvp for the uh and uh, uh alcs um the only people to do it are willie starjewel Darryl porter I don't know that's that name. We're gonna try. Livin Hernandez, Cool Hamels, David Freeze, Madison Bumgarner, and Corey Seager. So okay, yeah, it's a short list, and he he's a rookie who did it, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing about baseball, real quick, is the uh, all the awards will be announced next week. Um, but as of right now, I have the finalists for each award for MLB awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so first one to be announced to be Monday. It's the Jackie Robinson Rookies of the Year. Um the nominees for that. Oh, never mind. It's a back it's backwards. Sorry. I'm reading it off of this website and I it jumped on me. Um manager of the year. Rookie of the year. All right. And our rookie of the year nominees are Brendan Donovan from the Cardinals, Michael Harris from the Braves, and Spencer Strider from the Braves. Um the A rookie of the year options are Stephen Kwong from the Guardians. Julio Rodriguez and Aldi Rush, Rushman. I don't know. I don't know these people. <laughs> um, the managers of the year are is uh, Terry Francona from the Guardians, um, Brandon Hyde from the Orioles, and Scott Service from the Mar- Mariners. Um, then from the NL, it's Dave Robertson from the Dodgers, Buck Showalter from the Mets, and Brian uh, Nick Kerr from the uh, Braves. All right. Um, MVP from the – actually, Cy Young from the uh, AL options are uh, Dylan Cease from the White Sox, Alec Manoa from the Blue Jays, and Justin Verlander from the Astros. And then from the NL is Sandy Alcantara from the Marlins, uh, Max Fried from the Braves, and Julio Uris from the Dodgers. And all these names are definitely mispronounced. So like people are like it's what we do best mispronouncing names. I have no idea how to pronounce people's names. I know these <laughs> people do. I just don't know how to pronounce their names. Um, the ALMB MVP options or is Jordan Alvarez from the Astros? Aaron Judge obviously from the Yankees, and Shohei Shohei Itani is obviously from the Angels. Like, I can be one of those two. I mean, I I think they're gonna give it to Judge, even though I think yeah it you gotta go. yeah I think it should go to Shohei, but I think they're definitely gonna give it to Judge for the um awards. Mm -hmm. For all the records, I mean, he broke. And then the the options are Paul Goldschmidt from the Cardinals, your favorite player from the Cardinals, Nolan Arenado, (laughs) Arenado, Arenado. Then Aime Machado from the Padres. So okay, that's it. Okay, that's baseball talk. Talking baseball, talking baseball, and people (laughs) who actually want to hear us talk baseball is gonna be pissed. (laughs) That's why I'm not even gonna put it in the description. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, so I'm going to take it over to NBA real quick. No segments for here. That's why I kind of did a pause there for a second. I kind of forgot what we're doing. Um, yeah, NBA full swing. Um, I just want to say right now it's still very weird. I feel like all the teams that should be at the top aren't at the top. And all the teams <laughs> that should be at the top are at the top still. Hashtag um, jazz. <laughs> yeah, jazz, dude. I don't get it. We'll talk about in the power rankings because they're in the top 10 still. But it's just like, I don't. I mean, I, I like the jazz, but like. I just don't get it. Um, Right off the top, we have our players of the week from the West. We have Paul George. Uh, He had thirty-three points, five-point-eight rebounds, and five-point-five assists. And from the East, Kevin Durant. You love PG thirteen. And then uh, you have my boy, my other fantasy league from the East, Kevin Durant, thirty-point-eight points, eight-point-eight rebounds, and six-point-five assists. The Clippers went three and one, and the Nets went three and one last week. Okay. Okay yeah, I mean, they're both killing it. Mm. Um, but it, it it's nice because all the players of the week have been like different people, but they're always the kind of the usual suspects so far.
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I um, mean,
1: it made sense for Paul George because Kawhi is like doing this load management thing a lot now.
0: So Paul mm-hmm. George is just stepping up to the plate, yeah, absolutely. And it's not the playoffs, so he's actually good. Mm. He uh, was team- you in the playoffs. He did do good last year. He, he really kind of took away the uh, playoff P thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shit, but still, he played good. Yeah. Um, All right, injuries this week. Obviously, with the NBA, there's a lot of missing games here or here for, like, a rolled ankle. So I try not to talk about those too much because it's kind of – it'd be just, like, literally every day someone knew. Like be, the list would be a million. <laughs> yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. Um, but all the bigger ones, we got Pascal Siakam is out indefinitely with an abductor strain. um He'll be reevaluated in two weeks. Okay. So, indefinitely is always one of those words that makes it sound like it's way worse. I feel like it could be those two weeks. It's yeah, just I think we mentioned that last they, week too. Yeah. Yeah. When I hear like "out indefinitely," I'm like, dude, that guy's never playing again. Just from the <laughs> yeah. sounding of "indefinitely," so long. Happy trails. But it just means they don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. So, so silly. Um, one one injury we do know is Cam Johnson from the Suns is out one to two months after undergoing meniscus surgery. He's been absolutely killing it this year uh, so far. So it's kind of a, a blow to the Suns, who've been playing very well. But uh, I'll talk about the power rankings. Um, they, 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 a lot of the other guys are stepping up like Torrey Craig. Tory yeah, Cam, a- Cam Johnson like being hurt is going to break the team. Yeah, it's not Devin Booker. It's like mm-hmm. he's, he's he's playing very well as like the third guy, fourth option even. Because yeah. you got, I'd probably say Devin's number one, Deay, uh, Ayton's number two, Chris Paul's number three, then Cam J- J- uh, Johnson or um, Mikkel Bridges, mm-hmm. right? the next best person. So it's like you're missing your fourth best player, but he yeah. has been playing really good. He has been playing really good this year, so it is kind of a blow. Yeah. Um, And then the last injury is <clears throat> Braun. Says he has foot pain. That, quote, only rest can heal. But he said, fuck it anyways, and he's playing the night. What, what a soldier. Dude. <laughs> what a soldier. I know he said this before, but if I was
1: a fan of LeBron, like, throughout my life, like, it, I could not support him now.
0: Put a <laughs> pause put a pause on that. Yeah. Okay, okay. My last headline's all about LeBron. So okay, okay. About. Gotcha. So, all right. Um, all right, let's go over headlines. I don't have a deep three because we're kind of doing this short version. I could... Three of these headlines are definitely deep three headlines. But okay. I'm trying to go through them faster. Um but off the top, the Celtics set a franchise record for most threes in a game on Saturday. Um, they also became the only team to ever have every single player make a three to have played. That's crazy.
3: Okay, this against the Knicks.
0: It's against the Knicks. That's why I have it. Okay. It's no trivia. No trivia. I'm 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 feeling the trivia there. No, there's no trivia. It's the most threes by a team in a game. And then the, the it's not really like uh, a trivia question because they're the only team ever to do is yeah. to had every single person who played any minutes in the game hit a three. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, the Knicks, they didn't have a great See, well, week, but it, it wasn't your terrible. backup center hitting a three. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They play small yeah. ball. That's why they're able to do it. But still, what were mm-hmm. you saying? Sorry. I mean, the Knicks, they kind of had a
1: shit week, but like it wasn't like the worst. Like. They had a couple of wins, but I think they went like two and two or something. But the losses yeah. were bad. The wins were reputable.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they lost uh, your your favorite team too, the Hawks, mm-hmm. last week. Which yeah, but I think it. they beat uh, the Grizzlies. I think they did too.
1: Yeah.
0: About I've not been keeping up with the next, but I think one so of I those great teams. It was either them or the Mavs. Yeah. Um. All right, next, uh, a follow-up on the Kyrie story real quick. Um, So he can play again after, I said this last week, after he completes a uh, checklist from the team um, where they released what the checklist is. (laughs) Oh, God. So Um, so the Nets have delivered Kyrie Irving six items that he must complete before he can return to the team. One, an apology slash condemning the movie. Two, oh. a five hundred thousand dollar donation to anti hate causes. Uh, three sensitivity training. <laughs> Four anti Semitic training.
1: They have training for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, meet with ADL Jewish leaders, <laughs> and then finally meet with uh Joe. I don't know how to say that Netanyahu's name. No. It's now TSAI. <laughs> How would you say that? T-S-A-I T-S-A-I? Yeah, I feel like it's like Psy. Psy, yeah. It's so like the T's are silent. Yeah. Psy. Okay, well, we'll go with that. Joe Psy to demonstrate understanding. So at the end of all this, he has to meet with the owner and, like, all right, so what did you learn? And <laughs> he has to, like, read and write off a everything. five paragraph essay in cursive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he has to come with a PowerPoint and he has to, like, tell him, like, why what he did was bad. Yeet. He may never play again. I think he'll do, but there is some GMs that are saying that they're anonymous that have been coming out telling reporters that he doesn't th- they don't think Kyrie's gonna play again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if because if, if, if Kyrie just doesn't do this and then tells the Nets to kick rocks, mm-hmm. uh, the Nets will probably drop him, and then no one's gonna touch him at that point. Yeah, who would it would want to? it was, He's hey, damn condemn your, condemn your actions that was anti-Semitic. No. <laughs> okay, fine. Like, who? what team's going to pick that up? And uh, I also read, too, today that he met with Adam Silver today to talk yeah. about what he did and, like, why like, why it's wrong. I, um, I would love to be a fly on the wall in that meeting. Yeah, apparently it's productive, but it's just... Oh, I'm sure they said it was productive, yeah. Adam Silver has way more important things on his hands and telling <laughs> Kyrie why tweeting a link to an anti-Semitic movie is a bad, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, but all right, enough about Kyrie. I'm done with Kyrie. Uh, let's stick with the Nets real quick. They after all are not going to be hiring him. instead, they are going to stick with their interim head coach, Jock Vaughn, who's been, Doing pretty good since he taken over. Obviously, I mm-hmm. said uh, earlier with KD, they been they were three and one last week, so that's pretty much all Vaughn's like tenure so far. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, if they're gonna keep him around instead of getting Eme, that's probably a good sign that they like the direction he's bringing everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think this says? Do you think there's more to the whole Eme thing then, or do you think no, it I, is
0: really because this guy's doing well? I think it's this, this guy's doing well, and they just want to keep it in house, and if. It, it, they didn't like sign him an extension or anything they just said he's going to finish out the season mm-hmm. which is a whole season pretty much cuz it's early yeah. um but i think it's more of a hey let's just see where this go- where this goes and if we don't like him we'll fire him and hire email in the off season cuz i don't mm-hmm. think anyone's going to be hiring ema mid season Especially because yeah. we're getting to a point where, yes, you can come in and start holding a system, but it's better to do so in the offseason than it is like mm-hmm. it's like at this point. I don't see someone getting uh, fired midseason, them h- hiring someone that is an assistant coach to finish up the yeah. season and making so, a deep so, playoff run. Exactly. So I think he may still going to be there um, okay. in the off season, if he want, if he doesn't go back to the Celtics, mm-hmm. which if this guy's what he's doing pretty good, they'll probably just get the job. But and, they plus it gives
2: you,
0: and
1: plus it gives you time to like let the email situation work itself out. You know, if anything
0: more comes from it, it buys you some times there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, moving on. It's always a tough look whenever your uh, your team loses. And the next morning you get an L2M report uh, coming, cam- coming out about it. So like L2M is the last two minutes for people to know it's the – Report that like, happens after every game with a controversial call that basically explains, yeah, we we messed up, or yeah, mm. we, we nailed it. Like it, it's like it happens every like every time there's a big play. And last week, Jeremy Grant hit a uh, buzzer beater three for the Trailblazers against I want to say the Suns, was it? Yeah, against the Suns. Um, and then literally the next morning he comes out and said, yeah, he traveled, he shouldn't have counted.
2: <laughs> <That>
0: <laughs> oh sucks. man, that sucks. Yeah, like, that's, that's a tough. tough like... oh, yeah, imagine like. <laughs> your team losing because of, like, a BS call, and then the next day, the league's like, yeah, you guys should have won, but doesn't, <laughs> but it doesn't do anything. So, like, and they're running, like, 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 a promotion for it, like, this L2M, yeah. like... <laughs> yeah. You know, it happens all the time. Like, I think it even happened again since re, uh, since I wrote this one down. I don't mm-hmm. remember what it has, like, something to do with, like, a late-game foul that shouldn't have been called or something like that.
1: That's like that's O.J. Awesome.
0: Simpson writing the book, like, if I did it. Yeah, <laughs> no, <And laughs> that's literally what it is. Like, the, like, Same the energy says... Hey, yeah, remember that like call that we reviewed and like we said no, it stands as called. Yeah, no, that shouldn't sure have stand as called. <laughs> it's like,
1: <laughs> yeah, we lied to their fucking faces.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know it's so it, it, it's stupid and it, it sucks when you're on the other end of that. Um, next, Steve Kerr says the perfect NBA season would only be 65 games, um, and not 82. He also in the quote said, "There's no way the." the league would get pat underneath 70 if they do take the games away. Um, but his reasoning for, um, shortening it is actually a good reason that like people have been like, kind of like solve forever. And they said like, when we rest players, because we have 82 games, if we have it 65 games, we won't have the rest players. So every single game you go to and buy tickets for, you're going to have the best players from each team playing opposed yeah. to like, Hey, you just bought this expensive ticket to the Warriors game. Well, guess what? Steph's not playing. Cause, yeah. cause yeah, we had a back to back yesterday and yeah, I want to thing is people still buy those tickets. So they do. And the league has talked about going down. I don't see, it's not profitable to go down. So I don't see like, like yeah. the NBA MB- the NBPA is probably pushing for the games reduced, but the league isn't, because the league that's losing money. But you never know, because Adam Silver is also like a pushover for the players. What if you expanded the playoffs but shorten the season? That'd be cool. Nah,
1: actually, I, I don't want the lo- playoffs longer than they are. I'm I'm just thinking like you have the play-in tournament anyways. So what yeah, if you yeah. make it ten teams?
0: Ah, uh, I wouldn't like. that. I know it's it's weird. I, I like the I like the eight teams. I, mm. I like the I I like not having buys too in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, playoffs like that's like like the only league that doesn't do that, and mm. I kind of like it. Yeah. Hockey yeah. either, but they did they they messed around with it for a little bit. I guess like the buys would be for everyone who's not in a playing game. You get two days off.
1: Yeah, and buys in the NBA or like any sport with like multi-game series in the playoffs. You could be out like a week and a half. <laughs>
2: like,
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that, that just causes rust and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For football, exactly. it's great because you need the time to recover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for basketball and hockey and even baseball, I'd argue, like, buys aren't good. Yeah. Mm. All right. Moving on. Mark Tatum. Uh, the NBA deputy commish said that if the league ever did decide to to expand, which Adam Silver uh, kind of teased a little bit a couple years ago, um, they said one of the cities that would be a lock for a team is Mexico City. Mm. I, I don't love that. I think Seattle's at the top of that list. Well, I think Seattle would be the other one then, so it means mm. the two teams would be Mexico City and Seattle. Mm. I don't like that, but I think there's other cities that would like it. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I wrote a whole paper about how I think Pittsburgh would not do well with an NBA team. No, uh, yeah. Because but, it's just, at this point, like no one cares about this. We're not a basketball city at all.
1: Yeah, true.
0: true. So like our half the fans, you'd only get like half the people who like the the Steelers and the Penguins, especially if we have a really bad expansion team. Mm-hmm. Because those teams struggle for years at first. We, Most times, yeah. Yeah, like do you think like a city that's already not like revved up about basketball, they wouldn't like it unless it's an already like built team. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong. But, like, let's, like I don't know, like Louisville or somewhere in Kentucky. Kentucky's a huge place for basketball. There's no NBA team there. That's like a big sure. miss. in the even just the Midwest in general, like they need mm-hmm. another team there because that's very uh, Indiana, huge basketball so, like state in general. There's no NBA team. I mean, pacers, but like yeah, I can't, I, don't, I forgot about the Pacers. for I can. But so Kentucky, like Kentucky, I think Kentucky you, a bit big, yeah. Kansas City, they they had the Kings back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's where the Kings came from. So yeah, ah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But Mexico City, eh, I guess, and they want to get it more international. They only have the uh, Raptors right now, so mm-hmm. I guess. All right, and finally the last one, um, LeBron. So, uh, uh this past week. LeBron showed up to a post-game interview wearing the same suit that Takeoff wore, and uh, in in like the one like red carpet or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, during the interview, he said that uh, he loved to listen to Migos when he first came to Miami in 2010, and Migos. He's showing everybody Migos and all this stuff. Well, Migos didn't release any music until 2011, so that's just kind of like a lie. Um, and uh, so that just kind of sparked the whole internet, the whole Twitter-verse going off like because lebron just lies about stuff that it doesn't really matter yeah like they're harmless little lies but like they started making compilations of like all the times he did (laughs) made memes of it so i'm gonna go through some of the um times lebron james lied okay okay so first he was the takeoff stuff like he kind of lied without for no reason um the next one is he got asked. He's been said multiple times that The Godfather is his favorite movie of all time. So one time a reporter just has an anecdote said, "What's your favorite scene from The Godfather?" And LeBron was like, "I mean, there's so many good scenes. Um, I I can't even. I, there's too many good ones. Like without giving an answer. So he's obviously never seen The Godfather, even though he says he that's his favorite movie. Yeah. Ever. Um, number two he said he was reading this book and how it was super impactful and everything and a reporter asked like what messages was his favorite from the book and he just said he just started it like he got basically called out he made like, <laughs> he, like he's like in the it's first my favorite book it's so impactful <laughs> the oh, first two, chapter. <laughs> yeah it's so funny um number three uh this is a big last one this one been getting memed a lot too on top of the takeoff stuff was he said he was watching Kobe's 81 point game in high school with his buddies and as soon as the game started he called out that Kobe was going to go for 70 and then (laughs) after he got 70 he was going to go for 80 Um, and then I'm pretty sure I read on this thread and all over Twitter that that game wasn't nationally televised so there's no way that that LeBron and his friends could have been watching the Kobe game (laughs) from the beginning because there's an argument that it could have been like patched in because Kobe was making history Mm -hmm. but he said he watched, at the beginning of the game, he said, we watch, Kobe's gonna go for 70. So there's, there's literally no way that he would be able, in Akron, Ohio, at that time, put on the Kobe game unless it got sliced into it at the end of the game. <laughs> so that's just a complete lie. Um, it, it, it's just, it's just funny. I mean, like you kind of said, alluded to, we've talked about before, um, we love LeBron. And these yeah. are harmless. These aren't like, oh my God, what a piece of shit. These are just little harmless little lies. They're funny, but i understand why people don't like them yeah exactly yeah I'll see <laughs> oh this is another one i forgot is on the shop and some some guys talking about like yeah my coach my uh my coach always told me then just said something random and lebron said oh yeah that's my favorite saying <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh man i, I
2: have one coach um and he used to say put yourself in situations where you're not in you're not comfortable
0: oh yeah Outside. that's my favorite saying that's my, that's my favorite saying uh oh there's another one i forgot about too um he after he bought liverpool mm-hmm. he went on uh some british show his morning show to talk about it. and they're like asking about liverpool and one of the the anchors when people asking him is an ex liverpool like legend and he's saying i love i always liked watching liverpool all this stuff and meanwhile this guy was like Played for Liverpool for years. He's like interviewing him, and then the coach is like, "You know he played, right?" And LeBron went, "I didn't want to say anything, but yeah." (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I mean, I'll give him credit though. He plays it off like
1: tremendously. Like in the moment, he he never gets flustered. Like he always knows when to deliver the line to sell the lie, but you know he's lying still.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and like it's and it's not like that harmful. His lies aren't harmful. Yeah, he's literally just trying to be more likable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and the whole Migos thing, I, I feel like that was just like a, oh, I just misremembered the year thing. I mean, he was off by like a year. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And he could and still, he still be in Miami. Miami.
0: He'd still be Miami whenever Migos was releasing stuff. He was there until mm-hmm. 2014. So, like, he could have been... He was definitely there when Versace dropped and was, like, super popular. So he could yeah. just be – I mean, he probably was a big biggest fan, fan, probably friends with all of them. So it's definitely mm-hmm. sad for him. So it's cool he's honoring him. But, yeah, I just misremembered miss a year. But still, yeah, it's, yeah, just exactly. so, it's just so funny. All the memes there are so funny, too. Like, <laughs> I saw one where it's, like, uh, the Kobe thing, like, a meme saying, um, I told Abe not to go to that play. Like I told him, like the the play's not worth it, man. And he went anyway. <laughs> like it's just it's just like them talking about like old historical events. Like I told JFK not to go to that parade. <laughs> like it's just fu- so funny. Oh, um, man. But yeah. So that's all I got for uh, my headlines. Like I said, no deep three. That could have been a deep three, but mm. I'm just trying to sit down here. Uh, let's go. Just through these power rankings and pass it over to you for NFL. Um, off the top, number one, the Bucks. They're nine and one. Uh, first in the East, the Bucks finally lost after winning their first nine se- games of the season. Um, they've been playing so well all year, even without Middleton. They also have the best defensive rating in the league as of right now. Um, the, the Bucks are sweet.
3: Number standard two, bucks.
0: standard bucks. The Bucs are the Bucks. Um, number two, the Cavs are eight and two, second in the East. The Cavs are league's top ranked bench this season, which is great for longevity. Um, I did put the Cavs as a playoff team. Um, they're looking more like contenders than they are a playoff team. I mean, Spider's been killing it for them. Their Darius Garland came back last week. Um, everyone's kind of feeling healthy. Kevin Love's playing well off the bench, which is a re- big reason why their bench is the best, like top-rated bench so far. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Cavs are just a juggernaut right now. Um, number three, we got the Suns. They're seven and three, second in the West. Uh, the good news is Cam Johnson's been playing well. The bad news, he's out for one to two months. He kind of talked about Tori uh, uh, Craig's uh, played all right, like in his in his absence. Um, but and the Suns are still like we said. He's not. They're not. He's not the top three guys on the team. So it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. No, uh, number four, we got the Jazz. at nine and three. They're first in the West. Uh, I don't know why, but the Jazz are just still like playing Nobody amazing. Knows why. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have been great so far from long range, which is a Big huge part of their success. They are nine and oh, when they outshoot their opponents from three, that's crazy, dude. They, they're dude, nine like they're, and o. they're gonna the be three a games. Game, they lost, team, I think. What I think
1: they're gonna make the playoffs.
0: I, I'm i at this point thinking they are too, like whether or not they make it. They're I at think play it. yeah. The at least, I the very least will be the play it at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Jordan Clarkson's playing good. um they're all playing. Laurie Markson's playing elite. They're all yeah. shooting for three great. So, I don't know. It's great. They're, they're killing it. My part-time Jazz fan is very proud. Um, number five, the Trailblazers are seven and three. They're third in the West. The Blazers mm-hmm. are two and two without Damien in the lineup. I don't know why I said Damien. It's either Dame or Damien Lillard. I don't know why I said Damien. <laughs> uh, so, they're two and two without Dame in the lineup. Um, that's not bad considering that they played the Suns twice, uh, and then the Rockets and the Grizzlies in those four games. So the fact that they can walk out, out of that juggernaut two and two mm-hmm. without Damian Lillard is pretty yeah. solid. Um, as I mentioned, they hit that buzzer beater against the Suns that shouldn't have gone in because it would have been traveling, but oh well. Um next we have the number six, the Celtics. They're seven 3 three, third in the East. Um they don't though they don't produce a lot of turnovers, um, they have the best Transition defense in the league. So their defense has been struggling in some areas, great in others, and their offense is obviously clicking at all cylinders. So Celtics are the Celtics. Um, number seven, the Hawks. They're seven and three, fourth in the East. Trey Young had a boo boo on his face and missed some time, uh, but it's fine because uh, Deontay Murray carried the team 27.7 points per game in Young's absence. That's why you go out and trade for someone like that just because. Mm-hmm on was hurt. Then it's another dominant guard who can just fill right in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I hate the Hawks though. So fuck them. <laughs> uh, number eight, we got the Nuggets seven three fourth in the West. It's nice to have Jamal Murray back. He's been averaging nineteen points in the last week, which means he's starting to get his field back for the game. Um, yeah. I think he's still averaging fifteen points fifteen points a game on the season, but the fact that he's like his he's been out scoring consistently. His average right now just means he's kind of getting back in the rhythm. Um, yeah, he's I think improving. My, yeah, I think Mike Malone called um I said Jamal Murray and Nikolai Jokic is like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Which
1: one's peanut butter?
0: Oh, I think Joker's definitely. peanut butter. No, I think I'm definitely well I I would say that in the sense of like I like peanut butter better, but I think I think Jokic Joker is just like jelly. The Joker jelly. He's just big and fluffy and kind of out of shape. He has to be the jelly. Jamal He's like Murray's chunky smooth peanut, like peanut, butter. peanut butter. What? He's like chunky peanut butter. Yeah, but then Jamal Murray's smooth, like sm- smooth, creamy peanut butter. Smooth wow, and...
1: double peanut butter?
0: Just, just peanut butter sandwich? <laughs> I love peanut butter.
1: I, I, <laughs> I couldn't do a peanut butter sandwich. I love peanut butter sandwiches. All
0: right, moving on. Number nine, the Mavericks, six and three, they They're fifth in the West. Um, I want to move on past peanut butter sandwich talk because I didn't eat dinner yet. I'm so hungry. <laughs> um... Anyway, so Luca joined Wilt Chamberlain as the only player to ever score 30 points in his first nine games of the season. That's insane. Yeah. Um, I, was, I think a stat I said a couple weeks ago, too, was he was on the same pace as Jordan, but Jordan only did for the first six games. Luca kept going, denied with Wilt. So we, I don't know if he's playing tonight. If he scores 30 tonight, he'd be the longest streak to start the season at 30-plus point games. Yeah, it's Luca's insane, man. He's, he, I wish I'd picked him for MVP instead of Embiid. He's been playing crazy. I'm just seeing if was also due for sure. So the Mavericks did play already today. And where's this last week? Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to see if he got 30 points. No, that's today. Why are they done already? That's weird. Um, Luka had 24 points, so he did not get the sole Damn. possession. Um, the final number ten, the Grizzlies. They're seven and four, sixth in the West. The Grizzlies haven't been great defensively, as I mentioned last week. However, so far this month, they're able to go from allowing 119 points per game Mm -hmm. uh, to 99.7 points. Well, no, per 100 possessions. So that's a crazy drop off. Um, Mm -hmm. That means their defense improved drastically this past week. They haven't they didn't play anyone good this past week, but still, it's like that's such a big. And is still out, so... Yeah. That's just a big Plus jump the in the back. It's even, even if they play nobody, I think it still shows that their game defense is improving.
1: mm mm-hmm. uh, Question, though. And, I, I just thought of this. Like, how are the Timberwolves
0: doing? Oh, let's look. Uh, They're doing pretty good. Like, every time I make my uh power rankings, I look at yeah. other power rankings just to see if what I'm saying is kind of ridiculous or if it's kind of on the same page. Like, I have two references. Yeah. Um, and Timberwolves are all around the 10 spot. Okay. for a lot of people okay. so they're they're playing good too i'll so pull up the stats.
1: Well. i was just curious because the whole go bear move i I, didn't, I haven't really heard much of them um like we haven't really talked about timberwolves much on the pod so i was just curious uh,
0: yeah um so they're 10th in the west right now okay um, they're on a bad losing streak right now um but i'm looking up just the stats Scarlett the towns 22 points for Carly Towns, 22 points for Anthony Edwards, 12. So Rudy Gobert only has 12, but he's also averaging 14 rebounds per game. which is insane. And that's what
1: that's what he's there for. Yeah, that's why he's there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think they're just like kind of like the other teams out there who are uh, struggling early, early for no reason. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. All right. Yeah. But it did did say the Knicks just beat them and the Knicks? Knicks right now, if the season ended right now, the Knicks are in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, they're eighth. They're eighth
1: and
0: the east. Yeah, <laughs> at a super hot five for five, but they are also losing by fourteen points right now to the Nets. So, damn. Yeah. sorry.
1: Oh well. Um. All right. Anything else
2: for NBA? No. All right. Take it over to the NFL. All right. Yeah. Feel. Yeah, yeah.
1: NFL so uh starting off with the week nine recap just real quick going through these uh one o'clock games Patriots beat the shit out of the Colts 26 to 3 we both had the Patriots both got that point Lions beat the Packers we both had the Packers and we both lost that point um Packers just couldn't score end of the game um Packers are good. they're done they're done they're cooked stick a fork in them uh Chargers held on to beat the Falcons 20-17. to 17. Uh, I had the Chargers, you had the Falcons, so I got that point. Then I'd say this is upset of the week, but if you look at it on paper, um, you know, the records are kind of similar. But the Jets beat the Bills 20-17. to 17. We both had the Bills, both missed that point. Jets are back. <laughs> then uh, <laughs> then uh, Vikings versus the Commanders. The Vikings won 20-17. to 17. We both had the Vikings, both got that point. Then the Bengals curb stomped the Panthers 42-21. to 21. We both had the Bengals. We both got that point. The Jags came back on the Raiders. More on that later, but we both had the uh, Raiders, so we both lost that point. Then this is probably game of the week, I'd say, but Dolphins versus the Bears. The Dolphins won 35-32. to 32. Uh, We both had the Dolphins. Both got that point. Then taking over the 4 o'clock games, the Seahawks, I don't even know if it's an upset anymore, but they beat the Cardinals 31-21. to 21. Uh, We both had the Cardinals, both missed that point. Then uh, we had the Rams versus the Buccaneers. I had the Bucs. You had the Rams. So I got that point because the Bucs won 16 to 13. Sunday Night Football, Chiefs beat the Titans in a close one, uh, 20 to 17. We both had the Chiefs. Both got that point. And then Monday Night Football, the Ravens essentially beat the shit out of the Saints, 27 to 13. We both had the Ravens there. And that's week
0: nine. All right. Uh, injuries taking it over to Wait. Oh, yeah, uh, I just want to go, go over two things. The two points you got that I didn't get were just hell to watch. Where what? The Falcons, the Falcons, Chargers. The Falcons yeah, that was a crack yeah. pick. Yeah, but I'm saying that the Falcons, that they were so close. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't put them on the wingy of the week, but when do you see whenever uh within Taquan Smith or something like that. Uh picked up the Austin Eckler fumble that would have like gave the win to the Falcons. Then he fumbled and yeah. gave the ball right back to the Chargers in the same Yeah. It's crazy. That was, I didn't put it I didn't put it that way in the week, but mm-hmm. that was that just sucked. And then um the Rams box that just was awful too. Not, yeah, that was just an awful game. Two
1: bad teams. Fair. Um, but anyways, taking over the injuries, uh keeping it a quick this week. So I only mentioned the two big ones. First up, Cardinal safety Buda Bakers is expected to miss multiple weeks with a high ankle sprain. So the Cardinals' defense is already struggling. Now they're going to be struggling more with this injury. Then Bills quarterback Josh Allen had an elbow injury in the loss of the Jets. He played through the rest of the game, but you could tell it was definitely affecting him. Um, the injury is being presented as minor, but his Week 10 status is in question. I don't know if anything's been confirmed yet.
0: You haven't fancied yeah, but- so. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, roll out severe injury. So it's literally just a little minor sprain.
1: Yeah. So he may miss Week Ten, but that's it. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. That like I I think I think it's pointing towards he's playing. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a big game. Big game. Bills Vikings, I believe. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't mean, know. Their their backups, Case Keenum. I that I still think with that the Bills deep whole way. Oh, never mind. We'll get that later. But I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. I think if they wanted to like baby it a week and set out, I think he could. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, taking it over to the headlines, leading off, the Colts fired their head coach Frank Wright. Um, Reich. Reich, 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 Reich. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Reich. It's like um,
0: not not a good thing to compare it to, but it's like the third Reich, you know. <laughs> it's pronounced um, like that.
1: So during this time, the Colts, during this past week, the Colts also named former alumni Jeff Saturday as their interim interim head coach. Uh, currently at the time when I was writing this, it was no coach on the roster ever called plays before. So that was Jeff Saturday's first responsibility. Since then, Jeff did announce that parks, Frazier, their quarterback coach will be calling the plays.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, what do we think about Jeff Saturday? I'm not like, big on it personally. So I was, so I was, I was, I was my second favorite team was the Colts back then. Um, cause I was big, I'm a big Peyton man guy. Mm-hmm. So I was like mm-hmm. Jeff Saturday, great center. He is only coach head coaching experience he has is in a Georgia high school football team, and they went like three and ten. Okay, okay, the bat three and ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you can't even coach a high school team, how's he supposed to coach a, an NFL team? So, I did hear a crazy theory about this. Well, I so yeah, I, I, heard, I heard the theory too good Aaron Rodgers to the Colts. Oh, no, I have a different theory, okay? Okay, so
1: well, Aaron Rodgers is obviously stinking, maybe the Packers just decide, hey, maybe we just end it with Rodgers. Maybe he requests a trade. Something takes place, and they get rid of him. Trade him to the Colts, who could use a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. Jeff Saturday was the center for Aaron Rodgers for a few seasons in Green Bay. They have a good relationship. I don't know. I could see it.
0: Okay, uh-huh. Yeah, maybe.
1: I don't, I don't I, think it's like absurd, but it's definitely highly unlikely.
0: Well, I have two two theories. I just have another, the other one. Okay. One, um, they just kind of want the Colts to tank, so they hire a coach with no experience. And then they get like the first overall pick, and they get Bryce Young or whoever, mm-hmm. one of the quarterback, instead of just keeping like recycling these old quarterbacks. <laughs> so like, hey, let's go out and get a generational talent. Um, and the other one too is, I think I've. I think they've the Colts has been trying to lure uh, lure uh, Peyton Manning in as a GM for a few years, and he keeps saying no. And him and Jeff Saturday are like really, really good friends. So True. they think that by hiring Jeff Saturday, it's kind of like a look, Peyton, we'll hire your buddies. You just need you to come in because you yeah. want your football mind to be GM. Um, so i think I think this is more of a them trying to lure uh, Peyton in. Peyton Manning would be an excellent football coach. If he had decided to go to coach. coaching. Absolutely. I also think he'd be really good GM. He's really mm-hmm. good at spotting talent. And I yeah. think that's what he'd be more so like, mm-hmm. hey, well, your, your buddy's the head coach. Why don't you come be the GM and you two and just run like,
1: this. You have, you have all these young players like coming in from college and shit. Like Peyton Manning is your GM or head coach. Like that'd be a huge, like, uh, you know, Hey, come play for us kind of thing.
0: You know, Especially especially if you combine my two theories and they are looking for a new young quarterback. They want mm-hmm. Peyton be in that draft room to evaluate all the talent and then also being around the facilities after you draft him to kind of be like mm-hmm. a mentor yeah, inside the exactly. organization. Kind of like what they wanted John Elway to do in Broncos and they got <laughs> Russell Wilson instead. Oh uh, man. But anyways, yeah,
1: next I, up I can see it. Uh, go ahead. You can just you said, uh, all I was gonna say is I can see it. Okay. Uh, next up, the Chargers and the Chiefs in Week 11 has been flexed to Sunday Night Football. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Eh, Chiefs will probably beat the shit out of them, but it might be closer than we think.
0: Yeah, but it's supposed to be us.
1: What was it? Us and uh. Bungles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so it sucks or not? Like, it's more are of like you, odd stuff. Are you gonna but pick Steelers I, for? The reason I might pick the Steelers. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I have it. I have that my wagers. My, OK, for OK. For next week. All right. We'll um, table that then. We'll table that. <laughs> no, but I, I'm saying it sucks, kind of sucks because uh, I for work, I've been playing an event for months around this Steelers having a Sunday football this week. That week. it, does, it doesn't affect it. It, it would have been really bad if it got flexed to 1 p.m. game. Yeah. Luckily, it's only 425. Okay. But it's like I had to plan a, a whole like vendor show that mm-hmm. we historically don't do as well on whenever Steeler games happen. So I found a week where the Steelers are playing Sunday night football to schedule it. Yeah. And now they got flexed out of it. And I was like, oh no. Cause that like sucks. that would make the attendance like cut in half. Yeah. If it yeah. yeah. Game. Four four it goes till three PM, so we're fine at four twenty five there. But gotcha. still. Then uh
1: Last week, uh, despite Baker Mayfield returning to the field in the loss of the Bengals, the Panthers are rolling with P.J. Tucker for Thursday Night Football against the Falcons.
0: It's Just not P.J. Tucker. It's P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. P.J. Tucker. Yeah, was I was the thinking he's my bad. Yeah.
1: Did you okay. read that on the notes and didn't try to correct me?
0: No, I, I didn't <laughs> read it. I didn't <laughs> that read it until right now. Is typed out P.J. Tucker? <laughs> I have the notes pulled up. I'm reading along with you. I just notices pj tucker as you okay. read it because whenever you sent me the notes earlier i bruised through and i didn't read it so i wouldn't i didn't know until <laughs> i thought you second. like saw you're like i'm gonna let him walk into that one no. <laughs> i noticed it as you started reading the as you started reading the headline gotcha okay <laughs> uh, um but yeah i mean pj walker i guess the one th- for pj walker thing i heard i kind of agree with is like he just like uh then they just play the Falcons and he he played very well. He had like 350 yeah. yards against them. He had that Hail Mary that DJ Moore screwed up by taking his helmet off. Mm. That would have won the game. Um, they said so like they, that's why they're doing it. But Baker played good. I don't know. Yeah, he and, did. DJ Walker looked so bad. <laughs> he 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 was, he was like nine total yards in the whole first half. Yeah, the Bengals were just rolling and it was crazy. It was crazy. They just kept and, scoring and scoring. Yeah, the Baker came in and a half scored twenty one points and went off. Ugh. So like, I don't know why you, I don't know why you're rolling with him, but mm. I can see. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird situation to me. I, I think they're just tanking. I think that might be too, because they might because they see a Baker might win him a game or two. Like Baker might win in this game. They yeah, don't. Like, oh, we got
1: to keep Baker another year. We can't draft the quarterback.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh,
1: then next up, Bears quarterback Justin Fields set a quarterback record with one hundred and seventy rushing yards in the loss to the Dolphins. Trivia Who did he pass yeah. on the list?
0: Um, can you give me like a, a block of a few years So I'd know where to target my guests at uh, Early 2000s
1: Vic? Yeah Week 13 okay. against the Vikings with 173 yards um, This is a regular season record But the record for the playoffs I thought I'd just mention uh, Colin Kaepernick with 181 against Green Bay
0: oh that's a lot
1: you remember that i remember that game it was
0: insane. i, I kind of yeah he do. ran all over him it was nuts yeah that is nuts no, i mean this was nuts and mm-hmm. i i knew vic would be the answer i even if you didn't uh put the yeah it, you, it was an easy one but was i was like i kind of want to a trivia in it's an easy one but i also didn't want like what if there's like lamar jackson last year and i just forgot <laughs> yeah i, you know I, what I mean you. like i that's why i wanted to make sure um no but yeah he I, watching this game was nuts. Well, I didn't watch the game. I watched Red Zone, but I was invested in that game a lot because um, that's my wager, which obviously did not hit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, whatever.
1: All right. Taking it over to uh, segments. So first up, uh, guys gut-wrenching moments. Just two real quick ones here. I didn't want to table them for next week because like they were pretty gut-wrenching. Uh, first up, Adam Schefter just impersonating Kirk Cousins at Monday Night Football Countdown. Dude. Adam Schefter needs to, like, stop.
0: <laughs> I disagree. I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> I saw, I was like, come on, man. <laughs> like, I think when he was gritting and he ruptured his Achilles, mm-hmm. that's that was, like, uh, cringe. Yeah. But this I thought was funny because he committed to and took his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's um, what made it funny to me. Yeah, and then I had another one, dude.
1: Were you watching the Commanders and Vikings game, and did you see the ref fuck up the possible interception? For the Vikings. It was insane. Yeah. So uh you know
0: Curtis Samuel scored the tutty.
1: Yeah. Uh no, it was the commanders, but yeah. Yeah, Curtis
0: Samuel. Oh, Curtis Samuel, yeah. He scored. It. I thought you said the Eagles. My bad. No, the Curtis Samuel's the one who's got the touchdown off that yeah, play. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you so you just see the ref, like he's standing in the back of the field. You have Curtis Samuel and the, the cornerback running to the end zone, uh, contesting the ball. The ref is trying to get out of the way of Curtis Samuel and the defensive back. And in turn, I think he ran into like Harrison Smith or someone like that. Uh, in the other bat like the other safety back there. And hit that safety who was going up for the interception. That defensive back missed the pick. Curtis Samuel got the ball, fell in for a touchdown. That's some bullshit, man. That they I don't know. That, something's gotta be done about that. That's messed up. It was messed up. It's messed up. Like I I know it like like imagine if the commanders win that game, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of fuckery. I don't know. I yeah, I think
2: absolutely.
1: I think the NFL has to like kind of like prepare a rule for that just in case. Yeah, it's like a wake up call kind of play right there to me.
0: Yeah, but there's nothing you can really do. I mean I don't
1: know.
2: Give them like half the yards and keep it the same downs. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean I just think it's very rare that the board they're probably. Yeah. It. Um, but you know that is. I mean, that uh, to me, that's just like a, that sucks, man. That's <laughs> yeah. like when a, I think when a tree branch falls on your car. It's like, yeah, honestly, nothing you could do about it, man. That just sucks. <laughs> true, true. Because if it, feel worse for Vikings fans if that was the reason they lost.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like imagine the Commanders won. Crazy.
0: If that was um, a game when you play, that'd be nuts. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, then taking it over to my grandiose gangs. Um, little shakeups this week with the uh, losses, but. First up, I have the Eagles. They are still undefeated, so they're still number one. Number two, I have the Chiefs with the Bills losing to the Jets. The Chiefs moved up to the number two spot finally. Yeah. Number three, I have the Vikings. Uh, they're killing it. I, I don't know what else to say. Uh,
0: yeah, number... th- this, is, this is a real test for the Vikings this week. Yeah, this
1: is a big test for the Vikings. Uh, number four, I have the Bills. You know, slight drop down. Like, they didn't get crushed by the Jets, it was just a shitty loss possibly josh allen's playing hurt too um i didn't want to like ruin them for it you know because they're still going to be like super bowl contenders by the
0: end of the season i mean hell they lost last year to the jaguars so like moves mm-hmm. losing to eject is at least a little more respectable for them exactly yeah number five of the
1: cowboys um i think they were on bye last week they were, they? were. yeah they were. yeah so i mean not really much changed there Uh, Number six, I have the Dolphins uh, played an awesome game against the Bears, pulled out the victory. Dolphins are back. Two is undefeated.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Number seven, I have the Jets beating the Bills. Very reputable win, obviously. Um, I guess Zach Wilson just didn't try to make a play and just threw it away. So he didn't get throw interceptions and make bad plays. Um, So it worked out. Worked out. Mm -hmm. Then number eight, I have the Giants. Uh, I think they were on by two. They were. yeah, were. so not much of a change there. Number nine, I have the Seahawks. I mean, they just keep winning, and I don't know what's going on. I, it's weird. I'm just gonna put them at nine, and I'm gonna say that's that. And then ten, I have the Ravens. How do you feel about that?
0: I, I think I. This so is the first time in a while I didn't. I don't disagree with anything really. Mm-hmm. If anything, I can see you swapping Ravens Seahawks, but the only thing I. Felt- I- I would say it maybe put the Giants at ten and just move those two. Or, up. yeah. Because they didn't play. And the last time they played, they lost to the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, I feel uh, yeah, yeah, I should have done that actually now that I think about it. But um yeah, that's your grandiose gangs. Um, do you want to take it away with your
0: weenies and wagers? Yeah, we'll see the weenie's off the top. Like I said, uh take on Graham. I say take on Swim before take on Graham as a D tackle from the Falcon to uh, pick up the fumble recovery, then end up fumbling immediately after. So was a weenie, but I don't want to pound on too much. Another honorable mention was any anyone who watched the uh, Rams vs. Bucks game. <laughs> the, you are a weenie if you watch that game. I actually, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I did. I'm the biggest weenie ever. <laughs> Not only did I lose the pick and pickums, I... Uh, also, the game-winning drive almost lost me in fantasy Because I'd ramped defense at 14 points And then they <laughs> let that touchdown up and went from 14 to 4 that That's the very oh, end of the game man. That took 10 points away from me I ended up <laughs> oh, winning by like oh, the dude. skin of my teeth But I was very upset for that mm-hmm. game Very upset yeah. um, But right, let's actually take it to the real three weenies Number three, you got Josh McDaniels slash the Raiders. The Raiders followed up a 24 to nothing blowout loss to the Saints with blowing a 17 nothing lead against the Jaguars. Um, Devontae Adams voices frustration after the loss. Quote: There's no reason why we should be losing games like this. And it's frustrating. If we played a shitty te- played for a shitty team, it's one thing to think, but that's not what it is. Basically saying, if we, I was on a shitty team, it makes sense why we're losing these games. Bored on shitty team, so why are we losing these games? It's frustrating. Um, Josh McDaniels is probably the reason why they're losing these games. Um, mm-hmm. As a head coach, as of right now he is 13 and 23. Oh, um, it's rough. And right now, do drop a little 50 yarder. Okay. People, Josh McDaniels is the next coach to be fired.
2: Um. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Chronologically, the next coach to be fired will be him. Um. So he took uh last year with Rick Basickia for most of the year. Mm-hmm. Um. Who probably be doing of, better than him right now? They they finished 10 and 7 in a playoff spot.
1: Mm-hmm. Right now they're
0: two and six. Yeah. they've they they've lost the teams. Like the Jaguars, like the Saints, that they should be winning with the team they have. They literally brought in Devontae Adams and They did nothing they're, but approve. <laughs> they did nothing but approve, but somehow they're worse. The only mm-hmm. difference is their head coach. So Josh McDaniels, I mean, he sucks with the Broncos. He went eight and eight, then like three and ten or something like that. Or I mean three and whatever. He's thirteen and twenty three. Yeah.
1: Um do you think McDaniels gets hired anywhere else? I think
0: As offensive coordinator, yes, he's a great offensive coordinator. I mean, coach though. No, as a head coach. Do you think he turns tail and goes back to the Patriots? I think Patricia. I think he would. I think he would, and I think they would have him back. (laughs) I mean, why? I mean, it seems like the, the Patriots need him too. Their offense has been so garbage this year. Yeah, yeah. So, like both both parties in that transaction are suffering without each other. They need to come back together to kind of get work. <laughs> it's like when it's like that SpongeBob episode
1: where SpongeBob went to the chum bucket to work as a it fry It is
0: cook. just a grill. <laughs> Not the stove, I know. <laughs> treat it all away. It
2: really is. Oh,
0: man. Belichick and McDaniels. Um, so, yeah, that's number three. Number two, I have the Colts. Um. so for everything you mentioned earlier about like the coaching switching and um how there's no one <laughs> never played called plays before Um. Uh, <laughs> i had a whole thing before that even came out um so on sunday against the patriots the colts were oh for 14 on third downs oh over 14 jesus um, sam ellinger had 43 net yards so he had <laughs> 103 passing yards and minus six yards from nine sacks um, the only scoring drive the Colts had was eight plays for 18 yards and a field goal. Dude, they're
1: so bad.
0: Um, they Denver, ran. 60, the Broncos? I don't know who's the most disappointing, Broncos. Yeah, probably. We're Raiders or, or Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also wait—they ran 60 plays total, and they only had 121 total yards. <laughs> Same Ellinger didn't complete a pass until midway through the second quarter. <laughs> It's insane. And it's not on him. That offensive line was just a tissue paper. Yeah. Yeah. He was under pressure all day. It's insane. Um, oh, man. Yeah. So the Colts, just as in general, they obviously it's fire track, like we mentioned, <laughs> and we did all that stuff with the Jeff Saturday. But their stats was like the worst stats I think I've actually looked at a game and mm-hmm. saw. And so this is like the first time in a while where the weenies actually are just like. Look at how bad this team is. Like I yeah. feel like that's like the, was my original concept. Like you do the top teams, and I just to do the bottom teams, but then turn into more of like, oh, that guy's a windy for doing this, or more funny sometimes. <laughs> this is back to where it started with this team's statistically awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then number one. Is a, another duo of Aaron Rodgers slash the Packers. So apparently they made offers for the trade deadline. They made offers to uh, Chase Claypool uh, for Chase Claypool, Darren Waller, and DJ Moore, but they all got rejected. So like where people didn't think that he went for him, like the Packers didn't go for him. They did. They just didn't get it done. Um, I, I'd
1: imagine that those teams did ask for like a lot in return. So I I don't know.
0: I I don't necessarily blame them. But mm. but what did, what what would the uh, I mean like the we gave up we took a second rounder from the for Claypool. Yeah, I
1: feel like you could've given more for that. But do you want to give more third. for that? Like at the same time.
0: When you're um, for a receiver, I would.
1: Yeah. True, true. But DJ Moore, that's the one where it's like that should've happened.
0: That should happened. That absolutely should have happened.
1: Um, Aaron Waller can understand. Chase Claypool I can maybe understand.
0: Yeah, but all uh, you have to do is outbid a second round pick. You could have a second round pick and a third round pick. Yeah. Those could have your teeth.
1: Maybe the Steelers were just, like, still upset about the whole Super Bowl. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hey, fuck you guys. We're trading with the Bears.
0: Yeah, I, I think what it, I think what it was was uh, the Bears' second-round pick is just way more valuable than the second-round yeah, for, for the Green Bay, mm-hmm. especially if they get a wide receiver. Um, also, they lost to the Lions, obviously. Um, Aaron Rodgers had, uh, had total—okay, this is—sorry, some stats. Um, Aaron Rodgers had only one pick— in the last three years against divisional teams, and I'm sad to get three, get three. Yeah. three picks. Yeah, um, is bad. Also, this is the first time he had three picks in a game in the last five years. Geez.
3: Uh,
0: they are also on a five-game losing streak, which mm-hmm. ties Aaron Rodgers' a long, all-time longest losing streak.
1: I I think Aaron's definitely. I think Washed is a bit strong. But I think at the same time, I do blame the receivers more, like the lack of depth on receiver more. But the only thing is, like, he's had that before
0: and he's been successful. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure where to peg it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely think he's getting older and he needs more help around him than he had he'd could in the past. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I think this is more – I mean, I think it's way more worse on the Packers is the fact that they brought him back, paid him all that money. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a bad move. Like, you if anything, traded. it's on
1: him for taking all that money. Knowing you're not gonna have any money to pay anybody else.
0: Yeah, you but know, I, like, I
1: understand. Get your bag, but like you're Aaron Rodgers, you've had your bag for the last like se- seven years, eight years.
0: Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers also has a personality. I can see him just not giving a fuck. Like, <laughs> hey, true. I have I have a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Just keep <laughs> yeah. giving me money. I'm just gonna be a shithead. <laughs> keep like, it I, up. The, that's his personality. He's just a shithead. <laughs> I I, like, I kind of like him, bitches. he's a That's shit. That's why I play for the team, the green and the gold. Give me it. <laughs> <laughs> I always, yeah, I mean, I keep seeing people like, when are they going to start putting Jordan Love in? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't that, know. The, the, the take that I saw that
1: Aaron Rodgers of the Colts thing was his, also, his mindset was also, get Jordan Love in there now and just tank and get Bryce Young. <laughs>
0: It was like It loves not look good when he had to play. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. But, all right. Oh, wagers of the week in mm-hmm. the Um Wagers. I don't know, man. I have, I have three possible ones. They're all the same game. I just don't know where to be. Um. I'll start to buy you. I'll you pick it this week. Okay. So, I've I was st- originally thinking, whoever the Colts are playing, they don't have a coach that can play call. I'm just gonna bet the spread on whoever they're playing. Mm-hmm. That's the but it's the Raiders. The Colts are playing the Raiders. <laughs> and yeah, giving, I wouldn't the touch Raiders, that game. And the, and the, and the Raiders are take, they're giving the Raiders six points. So I'm um, I went from maybe with the new interred coach, teams always play better originally. So what yeah. I think the Colts can cover that, but then I keep going back to but no one's called to play in their staff at all. So mm-hmm. how can they not like do good? Yeah, I'd stay so, away from that game. But but Here's where I had third option. Okay, the under. It's forty two and a half points. I, I do like that. I kind of want to go the under there. I do like that. The Colts offense isn't going to be good. The yeah. Raiders offense could be good. I mean, Devonte Adams can go off like he did mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago, or or last week. What was it? Two weeks ago. That um, doesn't mean they're going to score though. No, no, sorry, that's last week. He hit thirty five fancy points in the first half. Mm
2: hmm. Yeah. It's
0: crazy. Yeah. So like Devonte Adams and Josh Jacobs can score. But like, are they going to score enough? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I don't see the Colts score at all. So I think my wager of the week this week is going to be the under that game.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Um, um I have, I have to, a wager.
1: I'll nope. throw to you too. Oh. So, I'm. So, do we want to talk about this the Carolina lost
0: teams to play Carolina thing? Um, no, because they're on by the team that they played. The Bengals? Yeah, they're on
1: bye. Oh, but they play the Steelers next week.
0: Yeah, it's obviously going to be my wager next week.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, never mind. Never mind.
0: That's yeah, so, what I mean. I, I, put it, I put it down for. I'm
1: like, sorry. I thought they played this week. My bad. No, that's. We play the Saints this week. Oh, gotcha. Okay, we're.
0: Yeah, black and gold. yeah, we're next week. Um, that was my mistake. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. No, but I, we will talk about that. We can talk about it next, next week. week. That's going to be my wager next week. Um, All right there's a curse with anyone who plays the Panthers the next week they lose or the next game. Not even the next game. Yeah, they're 0-8. 0-8. Yeah. So even though the Bengals are on by, the next team that plays against the Steelers at in Pittsburgh. With TJ like, Watt back. Yeah, I already thought we were going to win that game anyways, but now it's <laughs> on. So we'll put a big bookmark on that. Put we're a pin in about. it, yeah. It's going to be the um, wager next week. Before we get into Pick'ems, I did want to cover uh, there's my also fancy favorites. favorites. Wager. There's also yeah. another wager next week that okay. um i might have two next week Is there's another it's like a another team's on by i'll just talk about it real quick cause i don't even know w- the whole stat but there's a they, or i don't know who they're what what the outcome is two jets fans flip the coin for every game and they wrote down the results and there's they're eight and zero no, or nine and zero, yeah. whatever it is. So nine they are undefeated on that. They're on bye this week, but I want to go look at the list next week and see who they're playing and bet that. Even though mm-hmm. I know everybody is doing it, so the luck's gonna run out soon. Yeah, but it's just insane right now. Mm. Okay, continue. Um, but yeah, I did want to take it before we get into the pickems.
1: My fancy favorites this week. I didn't get a chance to record it on a TikTok, so I wanted to have it for the YouTube presentation. Um, starting off for my week ten fancy favorites. My start of the week wide receiver AJ Brown. Eagles are playing the Commanders this week. The Commanders have allowed 36.5 points per game to the wide receiver position. Granted, they have been playing better as of late, but the Commanders did trade cornerback William Jackson to the Steelers, so it should at least open up the field more. So I think A.J. shines in this one. My bench of the week... Yeah. My bench of the week is going to go to running back Jonathan Taylor. So this might be a hot take. A lot of experts, quote-unquote, are saying Taylor's going to open up this week against the Raiders' shitty-ass running defense but the Colts are terrible too. So I think with the new head coach and the new offensive schemes they're be trying, plus nobody knows how to call a play on the Colts, I think even if Taylor is healthy, I don't think he's going to do well in this game. Um, so I'm not going to buy into all this hype they're trying to give Taylor for like this late season push he's going to have. I don't buy it. I think he's like a flash in the pan running back, had one good year, and then we're not going to see much else of him. I might be biased because I have him, but hey, it is what it is. I'm going to bench him.
0: Um, this isn't going to come out to Friday, so I can say this on the pod. In my league, yeah, he someone dropped him. So <laughs> I wonder I, I can. <laughs> I added him.
1: And I, I, I add him with, like, a waiver wire pickup. Yeah, so I mean, sure.
0: I, I have a claim on him, but that doesn't process until Friday, so I don't know. Gotcha. But, I mean, I... I'd also agree, but just start him on your bench. Like you're saying, Benjamin, him. start him on mm-hmm. your bench and maybe you'll work at. Yeah. And then uh,
1: my ad of the week, uh, tight end Cole Komet on the Bears. So hear me out. Justin Fields has been balling out recently. I know DJ Mooney is the major receiver there. And now with Claypool, he will be getting looks as well. But personally, I think if you're in a pinch for tight end, I think Cole Komet could be up and coming and probably more ready avail- readily available in most leagues. He had a huge game last week with like 22 fantasy points. And I think he will be shooing for at least like, you know, eight to 10 points a game in the PPR formats. And if he scores, you get a great day for a tight end right there. So I'm going to say go out there and add Cole Komet. The Bears offense is thriving right now.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um, He had an insane game last week. I almost picked him up. I actually almost picked him up in the one league. I didn't.
1: Yeah. And then my cut of the week is going to go to wide receiver Robert Woods on the Titans. No matter what quarterback Woods has, uh, he has not done shit all season with only one game with more than 40 yards receiving. The team is yet again the Derrick Henry show, and they will not throw the ball enough to make Woods viable. So cut him.
0: I saw a stat where so far this season, all of the Titans wide receivers have combined 600 and some yards. A.J. Yeah. Brown has 700 and something yards. <laughs> yeah. And all the Titans wide receivers combined for one touchdown, and A.J. Brown has seven. <laughs> it's crazy. That's insane. Dude, it's wild. But uh,
1: yeah, it's my fancy favorites. So uh, let's take it over to the week ten
0: pick-ums. pickums. Pickums, pickums, Um All right, so we're recording on Wednesday, so there is no Thursday night game going on. So this is an actual like pick we're gonna have to put in early. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So right off the top, we have the Crackheads in Carolina versus the Panthers. Um, the Crackheads are three point favorites.
1: Oh, uh, I'm I'm going because well, I'm assuming you are as well
0: um let me check my list yes i'm back to the list boys okay. and girls um the falcons i i think are gonna win um the panthers played the falcons great last game they played each other two weeks ago but falcons are gonna win um next uh munich. oh yeah we have we have a german game yeah it's over in munich Germany. oh yeah so good oh isn't so that dutch good. <laughs> what isn't that dutch oh guten tag no Dutch and German are very similar. Their accents are very similar. So Swiss. Mm-hmm. They're all in uh, yeah, the region. They're, all their accents are very similar. Oh, yeah, it's um, good.
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mr. Tom
0: Brady. Wieterstein is how you say my last name in German. Fun fact. Anyway, um, we have the Seahawks in Germany versus the Bucks at 9.30 a.m. The Bucks are two and a half point favorites. I don't know about that. I'm going Seahawks. I also have Seahawks written down. I think, <laughs> I mean, I I guess they're gonna. I guess they're giving it to the Bucks the spread because I'm, international. There's probably more international fans for Tom Brady than there are Seahawks. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think Germany's gonna be getting up and making it like the twelfth man or something like that. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Germany got lucky with this because, like, beginning of the season, this is probably gonna be a stinker of a game. hmm And now it's like this could actually be a decent game. So yeah, I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Bucks are awful, but, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you never know. I mean, yeah. Seahawks playing really well, well, well. Wait,
1: how long's the flight from Seattle to fucking
0: Germany? They'd probably have to go the other way. Yeah. Over the Pacific. That's probably what they do. They' probably, <laughs> it's probably easier, and, yeah. It's probably that actually here. might be better
1: than going across the Atlantic. Because the Earth's rotation. Yeah. You'd rather go opposite of the rotation of the Earth because then it's a shorter flight.
0: Yeah, that's true. Seahawks. Seahawks. Definitely Seahawks. It's Hammer Seahawks. Seahawks.
1: That's
0: my, my new wager of the week. Hammer the Seahawks. This is why, this
1: is why you listen. We give you these hard-hitting facts right here.
0: You know, I might just make that my wager of the week. <laughs> I might do it. Um, Seahawks right. money line. Seahawks money line. I actually might do that. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, there's no money in my account, so I'm not going to add anything. <laughs> well, I always do my wager. I have to. I never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Next game, Broncos in Tennessee versus the Titans. Your your beloved Titans are going against uh, Russell Wilson, um, and uh, they are a two. The Titans are a two and a half point favorite.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the Titans cover this as well. Um, Titans are playing at home. They're coming off a tough loss to the Chiefs, and I I don't know, man. Like the Broncos, they can't do shit. Like so, I'm I'm not taking the Titans or the Broncos. I mean, I'm not taking yeah, me either.
0: The Broncos can't the score in the State. red zone. I give up on the on the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 37 over under 37. I'm taking the under
1: here. I, I think I think the over can hit. Because the Titans defense is bad. Yeah, I think big play. Yeah.
0: yeah. I
1: mean, I, I I just think like I think if the Broncos are gonna score, it's gonna be like 30 yard touchdowns like out of the red zone.
0: That's true. I mean, you know what? Wager of the week right there.
2: <laughs>
1: the over. The
0: over. Uh, um, all right. Next game. We have the Brands in Miami versus uh, the undefeated Tua and the Miami Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins are three and a half point favorites.
1: I'm going Dolphins. I'm assuming you're doing the same.
0: Absolutely. Tua's okay. undefeated. They ain't losing now. Um, next, we got the Lions in Chicago versus the Bears. Bears are three point favorites. Mm. I'm going with the Bears. I'll let, you, I'll let you think. Well, I'll have my, I have my just mind made up. Um, yeah. I'm going with the Bears. That offense, Justin Fields has been playing very well. Their defense has holes in it, but so does the Lions defense. That Lions defense was a miracle last year. Last week, they played good against the Packers. Um, so, yeah, I'm going. I'm definitely going Bears here.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Bears, too. They're playing hot football right now, and the Lions, I think. I think this will be like A contested match but i'm I'm gonna go with the bears
0: Mm -hmm. um all right next we have uh the vikings in buffalo versus the bills the bills are three and a half point favorites What's, what's josh allen's status like questionable questionable he's still projecting points on fantasy which means this looks better however um i was about to say this earlier i but my, I stopped because I figured I'd talk about it here. I think even with Case Keenum in the lineup, the the Bills can still win that game. Yeah. The the Vikings are good, but that Bills team is so good, and Case Keenum's not that bad of a backup, where it's it's going to be tighter. I think, I think Josh Allen plays, they might win like decently easy, but like it's definitely going to be tighter, but I can definitely see Case Keenum still winning. So I'm going Bills. No matter who's quarterback.
1: Like I just worry because like I feel like they'll play Josh Allen. He's gonna play hurt. He's not gonna play that well. And I think they can't really like they don't have a run game to like fall onto. I mean, Nahee Hines is like a good add, but he's a pass catching back. So like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: if Josh Allen is hurt, it's gonna really it's not gonna help them much.
0: Mm-mm. I mean, I'm, I'm not really looking at making you go Vikings here. I think Vikings would be a safe. Pick them to go, especially like I think, cause if Josh Allen doesn't play, I think the Vikings going, are going to be I'm favored. Going Vikings. Yeah, I mean, I think even I, if I Josh Allen plays, so you say he's hurt. I mean, I think it's a safe one to go to. If you're going to, tra- if you're thinking about like ah, uh, uh, I need like something like off the wall here to get a
1: get a point. Well, I'm looking ahead awesome. too, and I think we'll have some differences here. But in case we don't, I think this is a decent one to go separately mm-hmm. on.
0: Especially Josh Allen. Bank-
1: I will state for the record though, I'm banking this solely on Josh Allen either playing hurt or being out.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree, um all right, next we've got our Houston spread of the of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Texans in uh, New York versus the Giants. Giants are four and a half point favorites. It's my turn to pick,
1: yeah, what are you saying?
0: going eight points here. Eight points, yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it could be a Giants win easy. Um, yeah,
2: um. Giants home, Giants are home. I'll go over.
0: Nice, yeah. It's one of those games. I think it could be a blowout, or they could be tight. That's why I wanted to go eight points there because I can kind of. Yeah, see that's a nice. That, that's that's a nice spread pick. That's a nice mm-hmm. spread pick. Yeah. Um, I'm usually really trash picking the spreads, so I like that. You've been, you've been consistent the past few weeks, to be honest. Yeah. You're getting
1: the bonus point. Like I've been winning the the matchups recently, but you've been getting the bonus.
0: Well, only last week. The week before, I didn't get it because I bet because I, I was trying to pick up at three. Oh yeah, that's right. But that before really that, too you had big. like the last two. Yeah. Hello. That's never been my strong suit doing the spreads. Mm-hmm. Um. Next, we have the Jaguars in Kansas City versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. I mean
1: Chiefs, right?
0: Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, the last one o'clock game, we have the Saints in Pittsburgh versus Stellars. Um, The Saints are one and a half point favorites.
1: I'm going Steelers here because TJ Watt's back. I'm assuming you're doing the same. I
0: have the Steelers here. I think it's a travesty that we're underdogs in this game. I think Andy Dalton's going to see ghosts when he comes to Pittsburgh. I think we're going to destroy them.
1: I won't say destroy. I'll say like a 10-point lead. That's two scores. Yeah. Yeah, two scores. We're gonna say uh, that. I, oh, I thought you said destroy. Two scores. Okay. Yeah, two scores. I wouldn't say the ten points is destroying.
0: It is when it's the Stellars.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: It These is are when, both
1: bad teams. It so. is when we're
0: it is when we're two and six. If yeah. we get a win yeah. by two that, scores, that's, that's destroying. But they're also two and six, I believe. Uh, are they? I think Probably. they are. Let me look. I don't even know. They're three and six. Okay. Yeah. I mean. They didn't have their buy yet. Yeah. Um, But all right, 4 o'clock games. We have three this week instead of two, which is nice. Um, First, the toilet bowl I I said earlier, the Colts versus Raiders. (laughs) Um, At 4 or 5. So on my list, I wrote Colts, then crossed them out and put Raiders. (laughs) So I have no idea. I literally have no idea. I honestly might just go opposite of whatever you take. No, I'm going to Raiders. I'm going to Raiders. I'll go Colts. I need fancy wise, I need Devonte Adams and Josh Jacobs to have good weeks, and so uh, I'm gonna go Raiders because I have Devontae I'm, Adams on my other league. I'm gonna take it just in case my Jonathan Taylor
1: take goes horribly wrong, and he goes and off, and he just goes, he just goes off. <laughs>
0: could happen too. Could Raiders happen defense not great, so yeah. I can see that happening too. Um, our next 425, we have the Cowboys in Lambeau versus the Packers. The Cowboys are five point favorites.
1: I mean, I'm saying Cowboys too. The Packers are done.
0: I have the Cowboys as well. Um, and then I don't like this next pick. My gut maybe you pick earlier. Um, we have the Cardinals in L.A. versus the Rams. The Rams are two-point favorites, and I have the Cardinals. You have the Cardinals. They're um, they're the team that I just keep picking each week, and I'm like, this, they have this to turn it around. This division's weird. Because yeah, the Rams aren't that great. I yeah. think
1: Sean McVay is the one that owns Cliff Kingsbury, right?
0: It's true, yeah, it is. Right about that, I'm googling it. You're right. I mean, no one else does. Then Shanahan owns McVay. Okay. okay.
1: Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, the Rams.
0: Yeah, it's a good call. I'm sticking with the Cardinals. My gut told me to, and because I really want D. Hop to go off this week.
1: I, I and- think he can. I just think the. Loss of Budabaker is going to be a big hit. Cooper Cup's going to ball out. Um, I don't know. Both these teams stink, and they probably won't make playoffs.
0: Yeah. Um, Stafford's also questionable. He might not play. Oh fuck! (laughs) I just I just thought of that. He is in concussion protocol. Fuck. Who's their backup? I have no clue. You know, I'll look real quick. I, I have the rosters pulled up yeah, over deep, here. Deep dive that. <laughs> yeah. So, roster. John Walford. Her. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? He played last year a little bit. Ugh. He played he played two years ago when Jared Goff had that broken thumb and he was playing. He didn't do that bad. Um, Injuries. Let's just check his status, see if they switched it. I'll, I'll stick with
2: stuff. Rams. I'll stick with Rams.
0: I'm reading our record real quick.
2: I'll stick with it,
1: but I will say for the record, if Matt Stafford doesn't play, Cardinals should win this game. It doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wish we
0: could do these picks on like Sunday morning, but you know it is what it is. So I mean it's okay. It's kind of like how the bills are right now with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then finally, our uh, not finally, there's two more games Sunday night. I mean Sunday night football. We have. The Chargers in San Fran versus the 49ers. The 49ers are seven point favorites. I think the 49ers are going to destroy the Chargers. It's the Chargers are so hurt.
1: Yeah, this is the uh <laughs> this is the team. This is the game where the Chargers just lose it. Um Yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh 49ers as well.
0: Yeah, like the Chargers have such like a good skill players quarterback, mm. and they have a really good defense and they have a really good Offensive line. They have a really good everything. And they barely, just, barely escaped
1: Atlanta. It's just half their team is hurt.
0: It's yeah, they insane. barely
1: escaped Atlanta, and now they're going to the 49ers, who are a much better defense and a more formidable offense. So,
0: Especially with Chris McCaffrey now. Mm-hmm. like, Yeah, it's nuts. Um, but all right, then finally, Monday night game, we have Washington versus Philly. In Philly, uh, the Eagles are 11-point favorites.
1: Uh, I'm going Eagles, but I think commanders cover low key.
0: I'm good. Commanders. They, um, lost the Vikings. They shouldn't have. Yeah. Vikings are due. I mean, uh, e- uh, Eagles are due for a loss. They are due. I'm, I'm, I'm going, going Eagles. I mean, I know <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I already wrote down Eagles, so. <laughs> but I mean, I,
1: I, this does seem like a trap game. I mean, that thing is though, we've been saying trap game for the
0: last three weeks. So it's because it's because every team they play is shitty. <laughs> in every in your trap games, when a shitty team somehow upsets a good team, they so, have to not played any good teams.
1: Yeah, my my buddy, he's an Eagles fan, and he's he was like, "Do you think they'll lose a game?" And I was like, "I mean, looking at the schedule, I'm going to say either the Giants, one of the two times they play them, the Cowboys
0: with Dak back, or the Titans, is where they're going to lose, because Cowboys will also be in Dallas. I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think they'll finish with two losses, because I also think whenever they play. Uh, last week of the season, everyone will rest and they'll lose yeah. that game, too. Because they already have a loss already, so they're not going to be exactly looking yeah. for perfection. Yeah, that'll be a bullshit loss, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, that's all we got for NFL? Kind of. Yeah. We got to take it over to our
1: midseason awards and predictions. Yep.
0: Yeah, Stay over there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Talking Dirty.
1: All right, and here we are, the NFL Mid-Season Awards. You, you, you. Yeah, yeah. So we are, it's now week nine when you're listening to this. Uh, So let's get into it. These are just our prediction, my predictions for what's going to come at the end of the year with the awards for various things. Remind me,
0: did you do this? I know you did the prediction. You didn't do the awards to start the season, though. Right. No, oh, you didn't do your no. preseason awards. No, I did not. okay. No,
1: um, fuck. I wanted to throw in my other awards I did last year. I forgot about that till now. What? Like uh, most, most deep proof player. Like most the deg- regressed player. Oh, yeah. But I think we all know who it is. Is it your boy Russ? Oh, okay. I think say, Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> say Jonathan Taylor. I think gonna say Jonathan Taylor. Not a bad thinking, one oh, actually. No. Um. But anyways, so I don't know where you want me to start. You want me to start with uh, the rookies or coach, or do you want me to just take it from the top of the MVP? I
0: think we should do MVP last. Well, last. I think I think we build right. up to the most important awards. Mm-hmm. So I do, like, rookies first. Okay. Then offense player, or defense, whatever you have. Let me see. I don't even know what, look what you have. So
1: I'll do rookies, coach, comeback, uh, come and then offensive and defensive MVP.
0: Yeah, defensive, in my opinion, is the second most important on this list. Okay, okay like, I, I always think the uh, defense player of the year is, like, up there. Is like, mm-hmm. the MVP if it wasn't just quarterback award.
1: All right. Um, all right, so let's take it from the top here. So, rookie of the year. So, you have your offensive rookie of the year, your defensive rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. So, I think if injuries didn't apply, Brees Hall would have won this. However, he's injured. And, like, they, they, when I looked this up, they didn't update the stats. They still had him favored. But the next man up was uh, Damon Pierce with plus 450. And then uh, Chris Olave on our plus 900. Um, I think the awards anyone's to claim, uh, but Damon Pierce seems like a great pick. But I think since the Texans stink, my eyes are on uh, Chris Olave of the Saints. Um, but also, it could be running back Kenneth Walker III on the Seahawks. That's the likely one for me. Uh, plus 700 right now on Vegas Insider. Kenneth uh, changed. No, I'm just saying. Kenneth Walker III. No,
0: I think another Kenneth is going to be the... Offensive rookie of the year.
1: Uh, Kenny Walker really came into his own replacing the injured Rashad Penny. And with the Seahawks leading the NFC West in a surprise fashion, I think Kenneth Wards uh, wins this award in my
0: opinion. I think if – yeah, if, if this midseason ends right now, then I would mm-hmm. give it to – I'd probably give it to Damian Pierce. Really? Yeah, but Kenneth Walker's been playing great too. I, I just think I, Damian Pierce uh, was like – like out the gate firing, where Kenneth true. Walker didn't really get that shot until Rashad Penny got hurt. I
1: and mean, Kenneth Walker's been on a tear. He has like hundred
0: yards like the last three weeks. Yeah, he has been. Mm-hmm. I think Damian Pierce has been on a tear longer, but I agree. I think I think those two right now. Um, but I think uh, Kenny Pickett will get it mm-hmm. by the end of the season. By the time if if what I was telling you off, <laughs> yeah, like, it's true. that's true. Um,
1: Then rookie of the year for defense, I think this one's the clear-cut winner here. Ahmad Sauce Gardner, plus 300. He's been playing lights out throughout this season. With his help, he elevated the Jets to a decent team this year. He does not have much in terms of stats, but mainly because quarterbacks are not trying to throw his way. His coverage is insane, and I hope that he can keep it up and elevate his uh,
0: performance in the next coming years. I'm I'm thinking, I don't even know who... Rookie defensive
1: player of the year. Yeah, I mean I I can't
0: even think of anyone else besides him. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't even it, know any all other the rookie name.
1: defenders. It's all the name.
0: Yeah, and he's just been so good. So mm-hmm. I've been hearing. And they, all, they already started the graphics
1: like lost in the sauce and just showed a list of receivers like not yeah. playing well under him.
0: Yeah. So I mean he he's definitely he's definitely a lock for that. I don't see like I said, I can't name another rookie defender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I I just how much more dominant he is. Um All right.
1: So coach of the year. So Most people would expect this award would go to someone like Nick Sirianni, who's right now plus... Uh, 150 for the Eagles uh, if the Eagles remain undefeated I think there's no question there however I think this award should go to the coach that has done the most with the least and I think right now that's Brian Dable on the Giants he's plus 400 at the time of writing this no one expected the Giants to be a playoff team this year let alone one of the better teams in the whole NFL Dable has really found the best way to utilize quarterback Daniel Jones and make his offensive system work uh, given this award the Eagles had a cake schedule and should go undefeated anyways that's my take on that.
0: Yeah. Agree with Abel? Um, I think just because of, like, the – I think the, uh, the fact that going into the season, everyone thought the Giants were going to be a joke again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that the fact that, like, here we are week nine. Yeah. And they're definitely not a joke. They're definitely, like, a playoff team. They're just <laughs> – only shows coaching because exactly. we know what players they had before. We knew mm-hmm. that's why we are anticip- we are anticipating them sucking. The fact yeah. that we have a new coach and change a whole new regime, a whole new culture change in yeah. there was making for them winning these like gritty games that they shouldn't win. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree that variable is it. I'm, I was just thinking if there's anyone else I could think of because obviously Sirianni with the like you said, but yeah, yeah. I, I think it has to go to him. Mm-hmm. Then, Cerani, like was d- decent last year. This is on his first year. Yeah,
1: he was decent last year, and like I said, the Eagles had a cake schedule. So
0: like, and they're going to continue I mean, look, to have I, a cake schedule. I think Ciranni will win it. Yeah, I think Vrabel deserves it. Or Dable. Dable. I mean, yeah. yeah, not Vrabel. Yeah, Dave. We have too many bowls. I know. <laughs> Todd Bowls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. Vrabel. Yeah, but it was like the year whenever <laughs> a couple years ago, whenever uh, Ben got hurt, and Tomlin somehow made it out with like a. 500 season yeah. i was like dude he deserves coach of the year yeah exactly like yeah. he was like where, with
1: mason rudolph and duck hodges yeah or or <laughs>
0: whenever um brian flores and the dolphins weren't supposed to get any wins they put out four yeah, it was the tanking for two a year yeah they <laughs> ended up winning like four or five <laughs> wins off teams they shouldn't have mm-hmm. that year i was also like give it to brian flores yeah it doesn't exactly. matter about the best record it's mm-hmm. about like who did a better job coaching exactly <laughs> Um,
1: Comeback player of the year. So this is another boring one for me, but I would love to see this award go to someone like running back Brian Robinson on the commanders or quarterback Geno Smith uh, on the Seahawks. They're both at the time of writing this plus 700, but I think running back Saquon Barkley is a lock. He's at minus 250 at the time of writing this. Saquon is putting up numbers that could allow him to compete for offensive player of the year. But I think this is where the trophy will come from for him this year. I think if he's getting a trophy this year, it's comeback player
0: of the year. So, uh, Saquon, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I sorry, I, was making, I was just do my last calculations real quick. Gotcha. Okay. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I I think it's it's gonna be Saquon. I obviously have money on Brian Robinson. I'm pulling happen. for him, and I think it's Gino gonna Smith happen. too.
1: Yeah. I think Geno Smith is a more viable one because I've always, I understand that like when you're hurt and you come back the next year, if you kill it, you should, you get the award. I think that's a stupid rule Mm -hmm. because like if you're a great player before the injury, you come back, like you should be good for the injury. Like, unless it's like AP with the ACL tear, like uh, detrimental injury for a running back of his caliber, you know? But you got like Geno Smith who like the Seahawks were supposed to be like the worst team in football, one of the worst, bottom two at least. And they're just winning the NFC West right now.
0: They they wrote him off. He right back.
1: <laughs> they didn't give a chance to right back. Um, and he's like killing it too. Like completion yeah. percentage, like he's top of the quarterback list right now. I think. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he deserves the award honestly, but they won't give it to him.
0: Yeah, another another name and sneaky should be in there too. Maybe is uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Cause yeah, he was suspended to begin this year, but he was also hurt to end last year. Yeah, he he last time he played was like mid season last year. Yeah, and so far he's been killing it. He has been. I just I don't think
1: the NFL would give that award to somebody who got suspended for PEDs. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree.
0: Yeah, it's more so. I think it's also mixed with the injury, but yeah, mm-hmm. I get that part too. I mean, I this is just kind of finding like runner ups for Saquon. Yeah, Saquon's gonna get it mm-hmm. unless he gets hurt. Knock on wood. hope True. doesn't. True. I, I hope yeah. he doesn't. Mm-hmm. But, like, if he gets hurt, then I think he goes to the next person, which is Brian Robinson. Gotcha. Uh,
1: Defensive player of the year. I think this one's a clear-cut victor for me. L- linebacker Micah Parsons. He's plus 100. Right at. Uh, I think last week I read these. Um, on The Cowboys, they're tied for s- second on sacks throughout the year. Um, Micah Parsons has been a walking highlight reel for the team. He's going to be a force for the duration of his career. I mean – he he almost won this award last year, so I think this is the year that Micah Parsons gets Defensive Player of the Year. And
0: it makes it it's a little easier too. Whenever TJ misses a big chunk, mm-hmm. and Aaron Donald's been kind of not playing. Yeah, the Rams haven't been it, that it's good. It's not him. It's because the Rams in general hasn't been good. Mm-hmm. The Browns um, aren't that good. Yeah, Miles Garrett is. Mm-hmm. He flipped his Porsche. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I, about he also is. I all the people we just named. I think are, like, the best defensive players. Yeah. And I think Mike is doing the best of this year. Mm-hmm. So, we have to go to him. I think like, so, too. Like, if you could, <laughs> like, like, I think the top GOAT, like, defensive players in the league right now. Not just, like, this year for this award. I mean, just in general, when you think of, like, the top defensive players, like, in the league for the last few years. Mm-hmm. got T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, maybe Jalen Ramsey, and then, yeah, and then Michael Parsons. It has to be. And Michael yeah. Parsons is the second year.
1: I'm sure there's Amazing. other people I'm forgetting about, but yeah, for the most part.
0: Like, um, another a way a, a podcast recently put it mm-hmm. was which defensive player would you trade multiple first-round picks for?
1: Mike there's only
0: there's, <laughs> only there's only a few people you be, teams would be willing to, and I think it's everyone we just mentioned. Yeah, that's a good way to think of it. Yeah. I, I don't know anybody Cause, else. Because other look- than that, you don't really want to spend... Like, sauce? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, he's getting there. I'd give two. I, I'd say maybe next year. Next mm-hmm. year, he'd be considered a multiple first round, yeah. pick defender. I think so too. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling to think. Like, is there anyone mm-hmm. really else? I,
1: I feel like there's gonna be a name Boses? that we sh- one of the Bosa's, the yeah. I'd, I,
0: I would I'd Nick, both Nick. I want to say I think Joey would be one first round pick. True. Nick, Nick would be two.
1: Nick would be two. Yeah. Nick's better than Joey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Nick's younger too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Offensive player of the year. So I'm torn between two players here. I'm leading now with wide receiver Tyreek Hill, who uh, was plus 1,400. Hill revitalized, uh, was revitalized this year with – the Dolph- or he revitalized the Dolphins offense, sorry, and is crushing in categories like yards and TDs compared to other receivers. Like I think he – when I wrote this, I think he had like a 150 or 60-yard lead on the next highest guy. So like – come on <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous um also i think if running back derrick henry keeps up the pace he's been on the past few weeks he can easily overtake this award especially if he breaks any long-standing nfl records um i think hurts is the favorite right now jalen hurts and i can see this but personally i think giving both mvp and offensive player of the year to a quarterback is just bullshit mm-hmm. um just make the quarterback award
0: make it the quarterback award and just be done with it mm-hmm. he's actually put up a. Uh- I pulled up all the odds. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, Jalen Hurts is for this one is plus three fifty. Then mm-hmm. Tyreek at seven hundred, Lamart seven hundred, Justin Jefferson nine fifty, Stephon Diggs at a thousand, and Cooper Cup at twelve
1: hundred. Really? No Derrick Henry. I no think, we'll, I think Henry. we'll jump up that list.
0: Derrick Henry He's is not the last few weeks and plus thirty
1: three hundred. And the Titans like are
0: silently like five and two. Above Derrick Henry is Chris McCaffrey, Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Josh Allen, Cooper Cup. All right, I agree. I mean, he just had his first big week last week. Yeah, and like two the, weeks. And we're 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 in the past right now. Yeah, that's true. Really. yeah. So all these all these might change. Too. All <laughs> yeah. these, oh,
1: Derek Henry gets hurt. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Tyreek Hill, dude. Like what he did for the Dolphins' offense right now, they're flourishing. Like the mm-hmm. only reason they lost, like two, I think three games, they were at. Um, when we're doing this recording, uh, I think that was
0: mainly because two was hurt those two weeks, three weeks. I I don't know. I mean Tua hasn't lost a game yet.
1: Hasn't he? I yeah. didn't know for sure, but did, all
0: the games they lost were when he was out. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I to say i don't, <laughs> I forget who they're playing this week. So like if it's like a really hard team, it might by the time they listen to this it might that that might be a lie. <laughs> but here let's look. Here. Uh I think it's somebody formidable. It's Bills. No, it's one they've played the Bills. Did they? They played Bills early. They played them later, too. But they mm. play the Bears.
1: Uh, Bear. Oh, yeah. That's crushing. Yeah. That's so they're going so, to kill the Bears.
0: Yeah, the next time the Dolphins play. The Bears after they sold house. They have the <laughs> Bears and the Brands. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Tua could be undefeated right now. Mm. Um, They don't play the Bills again until, if they league, get, if, until if December If the Dolphins
1: 18. go to the Super Bowl and Tua goes undefeated, do you give him, like, the undefeated award?
0: I'd give him undefeated. Yeah. If he goes all the way. I would, too. He would have more wins than the 72 True. team. Dude, the Dolphins can't be the two undefeated teams in the NFL <laughs> history. <laughs> oh, but, but they wouldn't be on the record, book. two it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, yeah, like but we, the team too many be. Dolphins. Yeah, too many Dolphins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. All right, MVP. For me, I think this one's obvious. Quarterback of the Bills, Josh Allen, has been exponentially getting better and better each year. This is his year to finally get the accolades. The Bills are the best team in the NFL at this point in juncture, and they're being led with their amazing quarterback. He is second in passing yards, second in TDs, fourth in QBR, and first in passes over 40 yards. Plus, his team has bested other, the other quarterbacks in the conversation to win MVP. So I think that right there should give you mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time of writing this, he was plus 125. He's still 125. Okay. Um, and this is Josh Allen's year.
0: He's plus one twenty five and Mister mm-hmm. Mister Ryan are saying I'm at plus seven hundred. Nice, nice. At twenty dollars, one hundred and sixty. Yeah, dude, he, he he's gonna he's gonna kill it this year. He's gonna, he sh- he should win it. Like, just give him the award. He deserves it. Mm-hmm, I, I think his year. so. He's here. Um, runner up for him right now is Jalen Hurts, and then Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, like it's 430. And minute. like he
1: beat Patrick Mahomes, and we won't know if I don't know, I don't think they play the Eagles they this don't. year at all. But yeah, because then we'd be talking about that game. But, but the Eagles have the easiest schedule in the world. Yeah, right? yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I I just think Josh Allen deserves this award, and I think Patrick Mahomes. You know, he'll be there again someday. Jalen Hurts. I mean, great year, but like we said, cake schedule. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that's my uh, midseason award predictions. That's great. Mm-hmm. So you want to take it away with your uh, the weenies of the midseason?
0: Yes. Yeah, so uh, that's what I was talking about earlier. Whenever you heard me say I was tallying you the up. numbers, yeah, because it's like. Had to add up some stuff in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- I think there's a clear cut who's gonna win by the end of the year, but they are not winning currently.
1: Okay, which is shocking. Really,
0: they have the most appearances, but they don't have the most points. So, who I think is gonna win it by the end of the year is I have Bronco slash Russ. Yeah. Um, they've all been together, so like mm-hmm. I'm just pair- pairing them together. So if Russ gets one just by himself. We're gonna count for the Broncos too. If Broncos and, go, and we're going for us. Because so far it has it's been. It's a team effort.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: so far, so far they have been hand in hand. But they have five points, so they have one second place finish mm-hmm. and three last place finish. Okay, so that is equals five points. So they have four total times they were on out of eight at this point. Cause we don't have nine yet. Okay, um, but there's one person who had first place twice and has six points total. Matt Canada. No, he's zero. I didn't put really? it. Oh,
1: I thought you did a couple of times. Um,
0: no, I put the Steelers at number one the one week, ah, okay. and it was gonna be a combined. It was gonna be Matt Canada. Then it was gonna be someone else. Deontay dropped. yeah oh, you just made it the Steelers. Yeah, and then I was like, wait, I can actually find I, other people. So I remember made, that. I just did it all. So who is it? A B. No, because he got he got he got first place once, and then he's going to get first place again. And we just gave him a lifetime achievement award. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom Brady. Really? Tom Brady got wow. it the week we, he lost to the Steelers. Yeah. Huh, and yeah, I gave true. it to him uh, week seven when it was him, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah. So, he has two. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the Broncos win by the end the of the Broncos year. The Broncos are going to win. Tom Brady is mm. going to become irrelevant enough where we're not going to talk about him anymore. Yeah. And yeah. the Broncos are, I mean, I always argue about putting the Broncos on this week for the same reason <laughs> I put them on last week, and I didn't.
2: <laughs> gotcha.
0: Yeah, I thought I'd give them a bye week because they uh, they won in
1: London. Fair enough, fair enough. There was some cringe stuff they did though.
0: Very, mm-hmm. very.
1: But all right, all right. And this year, I decided um, since my takes were so bad at the beginning of the year with a lot of the uh, postseason predictions, oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was go go check it out if you want if you want to see how bad it was. But it's on now- the blog now,
0: <laughs> Third J Sports.
1: Slash WordPress or like that. Mm-hmm. Or, um, dot WordPress.com. That's what it is. Gotcha. So my mid-season predictions um, updated. So this we're recording this in technically week eight of the NFL, so about to be week nine. So we're at the we're like the halfway. Yeah, before the starting point of week nine. This is where I'm telling you mm-hmm. these things. So these could change, but um, I did account for the whole trade deadline stuff. I went in and cha- t- did a little tinkering. But all right, for the AFC. So I think the one seed is going to be the Bills. I think the two seeds gonna be the Chiefs. The three seed the Titans. Titans are silently coming back here. Do you love the Titans? Yeah, I love the Titans. I, I Who don't. else is gonna win the AFC South? I mean, they're gonna win the AFC South probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And then we have uh the Ravens. I have winning the division. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I think the Titans will be better than the Ravens, so I have them at the three spot. I think that's fair. Um I then
0: think the Ravens are better than the Titans. Yeah.
1: Then uh, at the five spot for so the first wild card, uh, I have Dolphins. Um, you know, they struggle a little bit with Tua being gone, but it looks like they might go undefeated with Tua now. So mm-hmm. we'll see. It's still probably not going to be enough to catch up to the Bills. <laughs> then I have the Bengals in number six. I think the chase injury, they'll figure out. I think the first week was going to be tough like to figure out the whole chase injury. What are we going to do? I think they will figure it out and get some quality wins. And I think they'll do enough to get to that sixth seed. I, I, I can see that. Mm hmm. Then seven, I of the Chargers. Kind of the same thing. No. Who would you put there instead? Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> well, Steelers are going to the division. <laughs> but if
0: we're gonna be like reasonable here, we'll yeah. put it seven. Yeah. All right, all right. Um. So check out a- check out last week for the reason why. <laughs> yeah, true. We're doing. A, I have a whole fifty yarder last week. <laughs>
1: Then, uh so I, it would be the Bills have the bye week. It would be the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Sick matchup. I think the Chiefs win, though. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Titans versus the Bengals. I think that would be a fun matchup, too, but I think the Titans would win that one. Uh, and then we have Ravens-Dolphins. i take the Dolphins
0: in that. i take the Dolphins in that. Mm-hmm. that they, so I think that was one of the losses the Dolphins have. Yeah. But it's because there's no 2 No, this is the one... No, never mind. They came order. back from insane. Like, mm-hmm. it was like a minute left or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, never
1: mind. Um, the so then we would have the uh, Dolphins versus the Bills. Probably a sick matchup. That could be like game of the year in the
0: postseason. Yeah. I mean, so far, where we're at now, uh, the Dolphins beat the Bills. They're they're 1 0 on the mm-hmm. season. Yeah. But the next game, I don't think it's till like December Yeah, in Buffalo. So. Oh. That that could be probable. Dolphins are going to get wrecked. <laughs> yeah. And then this one's going to be January and mm-hmm. Buffalo. So. And then
1: we'd have Chiefs-Titans. Um, I'd take the Chiefs in that one. I'm surprised.
2: <laughs> All the Titans. Which
1: would lead the AFC Championship game to being the Bills versus the Chiefs. And I'm not going to allow history to repeat itself. I think the Bills win the coin toss in overtime and win the game. Overtime, too. Overtime, too. It has to go to overtime. All right. All right. <laughs> it overtime. has to go to overtime. Bills win the coin toss, and then Josh Allen can sleep at night. They they
0: fumble the kickoff. <laughs> oh, they get the no. ball on the three-yard line, <laughs> then Josh Allen just bombs it, and Stephon Diggs catches it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'd have the Bills winning that
1: one and go to the Super Bowl for the AFC. I agree. All right. NFC. So, the one seed out of the Eagles, cake schedule. They're going to probably be undefeated.
0: They're not going to go undefeated. Probably lose. not, yeah. They're going to lose
1: one. one. I like saying they're going to go undefeated, so they likely won't go undefeated. Yeah. Number two, I have the Vikings winning the NFC North. Okay. Uh, three seed, I have the 49ers. Yeah. I The Seahawks are looking good, but I, I can't see them realistically holding on to this. No. I'll probably eat my own words later on that, but I, I just can't justify picking them. Um, And the fourth seed,
0: I have the Falcons. Well, yeah, we talked about it. We they're talked gonna, about it. That's a shitty division. They're going and lie. it's
1: and it's looking like the Bucks suck. So Bucks I'm going to hold bad. true to it. I'm going to hold true to it. The Falcons are going to win the NFC South. Then for the wild card, I have the five seed being the Cowboys. Then the six seed being the Giants. I yeah. think they, I think the NFC Beast has a hell of a year in the playoffs. Um, but then I have the Seahawks sneaking in for that seventh seed. I gave them the justice there. They will make the playoffs. I don't agree with that. Who would you take over them?
0: Because I I was looking, I don't know who. Maybe Rams. Well, let's look at the Seahawks schedule first. So, beat the Chargers, injured Chargers, the Giants on a West Coast trip, the Lions, Broncos, who suck, and that's it. And Cardinals. That's Mm -hmm. a good one. They've They've been scoring points in their losses, too. Yeah, but they got the Cardinals, they got the Bucs, they got the Raiders, Rams, Panthers, 49ers, Chiefs, Jets, Rams. It's not bad. Potentially. potentially. It's not bad. They could also lose just like both those games to the Rams. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then the, the Rams get that in. spot. Yeah. That was
1: the only team I could see making it in. I thought the fun pick would be the Seahawks.
0: I think that, I think that is a fun pick. I, I think I'm just being mm-hmm. trying to find like a. Yeah, yeah, playing devil's advocate. I get yeah. That. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, obviously, the Packers and Bucks suck, but if they just decide to turn it on, all the stuff. If, if, like, Tom yeah. Brady and Aaron Rodgers, like, remember the playing football. Yeah, they
1: call each other, like, hey, should we start playing now? No. Yeah, then, yeah, then I think the Seahawks <laughs> are
0: bumped out because they play the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um I mean, I'd like to see the Seahawks. I, I think that'd be so fun to see the Seahawks win. And I think it was on a. Um, I forget who said it. Maybe Marshawn Lynch on a podcast mm-hmm. um, said this defense, this young defense in Seattle is reminding him of the Legion of Boom Part 2. Like, they, wow. he literally said this team reminds me of the Legion of Boom like three years before they are the Legion of Boom. That's big words. Yeah, so Marshawn Lynch, words. I appreciate sure it was Marshawn Lynch who said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he he's basically saying this defense in Seattle is, like, really good. Right. They're just,
1: like, one year away. Fair enough, fair enough. Um. So that would mean the Eagles would have the bye week. You'd have the Vikings versus the Seahawks. I take the Vikings in that one, easy. Yeah, I'm gonna assume it's not a prime time. I'm gonna assume it's like the one o'clock playoff game. Then you have the 49ers versus the Giants. Yeah, I'm um, taking the 49ers in that one.
0: Easy. The Giants, they're that'll think, be their be of their, schedule.
1: Yeah, that'll be their season of
0: destiny right there. Yeah, you know? they're 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 ahead of schedule. They're yeah. not ready for this yet. Exactly. It's not their time. Exactly.
1: Um, then I'd have the Falcons versus the Cowboys. I take the Cowboys in that one.
0: The Falcons are getting in on technicality. They're they, they're <laughs> yeah, barely getting in exactly. And yeah, they're, they're, they're I love them. I love them to death. But mm-hmm. They're only getting in because the rest. How bad the rest of their vision? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not because they're a good team.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, you would have the Eagles versus the Cowboys. Sick matchup. Sick. I'm take I'm taking the Eagles though. Then you'd have the Vikings versus the Forty Niners. I'm going to go with the 49ers in that one. Now, I considered, I considered changing this after the whole Hawkinson trade, but I'm, I'm going to hold true to it because I think McCaffrey looked really good in that week's uh, eight performance. Mm-hmm. I think that's just going to continue to grow and grow and become better and better. And I would love the controversy in the off season of what do we do with Jimmy G? Yeah. The guy won a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> or like went to the Super he Bowl. He won the NFC. Yeah. After <laughs> like, our guy. Like yeah. what do we do? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, at that point you're so locked into Trey Lance you
1: just have to trade. <laughs> yeah. You have to find you have to do something. Yeah. And I would just love that chaos. That would
0: be great. Mm-hmm. That would be great. So I'm
1: going to go with the 49ers. So that mean your your NFC championship would be the
0: 49ers versus the Eagles. All right, well, quick counterpoint. Mhm. Um Actually, yeah, you continue. I'll, I'll do a counterpoint
1: after. Well, I'll just say that I, I'd have the 49ers winning that matchup. I think that'd be the team where it's like, "Oh shit, we haven't played anybody like this all year." That's true. that's a good And point. that would be where the Eagles fall down. Yeah, in the okay. NFC Championship game, the 49ers go on to the Super Bowl to play the Bills.
0: Yeah. That that'd be a very fun matchup. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. fun.
1: And as I'm staying, I think I think my prediction at the beginning of the season will hold true and the Bills win the Super Bowl.
0: You'll be is a final no, final fact, but kind of final fact. Mhm. That would be the third year in a row where a team would be playing in their home stadium. Oh, really? It said uh, Candlestick? No, but the 49ers just owned the Cardinals.
1: <laughs> and it was their home <laughs> field.
0: Remember that? For like a True. two games? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That's what I was going for originally, but then yeah, I, thought, okay. I thought the joke halfway through. I didn't know where the game was being held. But it's at. in Arizona. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what were you going to say? Counterpoint, mm-hmm. the Vikings beat the 49ers. The Vikings beat the Eagles, and it's Bills versus Vikings because oh, I, love that my, I, just did re, I just did a, a quarterback for my, my franchise in Madden, and mm-hmm. I was on I was a quarterback for the Vikings. Yeah. And I, it was Vikings-Bills Super Bowl this year, like that's in cool. the simulation. Yeah. So I was like, that's a reasonable match, but like
1: actually might happen. Yeah. I just got to my uh, Super Bowl in franchise mode with the Steelers and Kenny Pickett. Nice and uh, played the Rams. I hate when they do that. It's like the it's always a Super Bowl, yeah, favorite or the post winter. You know, yeah, yeah. They yeah. always make them so good. I think like Matt Stafford in that franchise mode was like the. Uh, he wasn't the MVP because I actually got Najee Harris MVP. Nice, <laughs> I, nice, just, nice. I just I just pound the ball with Najee Harris in that season. Yeah. Um, but I think Matt Stafford was like the best quarterback. And Cooper Cup was like, he broke his own record last year and, like, broke the reception record. Like, it was like, why are the Rams so good in this Madden game? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, that's uh, my midseason predictions, my updated predictions for the turn of the NFL season.
0: Counterpoint. <laughs> Stellars. Stellars. Go to the Super Bowl. Stellars-Eagles. pick Pickett, first rookie to win a Super Bowl. It's Stellars-Eagles. Mm-hmm. And oh. Beaver. Ugh. I've always wanted that. That's why That's why I'm, I'm like an Eagles fan. True like, true. like, growing up, I had McNabb jersey because I was like...
1: If the Steelers were good, I'd be rooting for the Eagles. Because then it's always like, yeah, but, like, you know, the Steelers are better. You know, I yeah. can always argue that still. But, like, with the Eagles only being good,
0: it's tough. Very. But,
1: all right. Well, let's take it over with the uh, closing statements. Yeah.
0: Um, thanks again every week. Thank you for... Uh, Tuning in, uh, don't forget to spread the word to your friends, family, coworkers, random people you pass on the streets. Mm. Really get the word out. Um, shout out to Kents Brothers painting. Yeah, thank you for bearing with us on Skype. Um, all it means is we're going to see Black Panther right now. Yeah. So when you're listening to this. So, so what's our like?
1: We want to see this that we tell our future selves because we mm. did the same thing with uh,
0: oh, what was it? Doctor Strange. And I said, yeah. And I said, John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got it. And I got so it.
1: We got to do some. I'm gonna say Doctor Doom post credit scene. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good. One.
0: I was thinking of like a reveal. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like a yeah, a big name reveal. I, I want Dr. Doctor Doom, Doom post credit scene. That'd be sweet. I kind of kind just share that. You wanna, with You You want to tag along? I'll tag along with All you. If right. it, it happens, I'll give you the credit it, yeah. for the prediction. Yeah, that's just, fine. I that's just, what I want. There's nothing really else I really want. I'm mm-hmm. so thinking about because I, I think it's gonna be a good movie regardless. Yeah. I just don't know if it's gonna be like mind bending. What
1: about like another mutant reveal? Because Namor's a mutant. So like, what if they like yeah you know, tag along like hey or like Rex. Silver Surfer, Silver
0: Surfer, some kind of reveal would just be sick. Magneto. What if Magneto tries to recruit Namor <laughs> to the Brotherhood of Mutants at the end? Wow. That'd be sick. Yeah. All right, how about this? You go Doctor Doom. I'll do that. Okay. That okay. way we're a little different. on right, the A little different, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, Magneto would be sick. <laughs> um, But all right. Two chains line of the week. I ain't messing with your granny. I just jugged her out some Xannies. Jug, Jugged? juked her out. duped her, her out. Yeah. I think it's jugged. Drugged out some Zannies, out.
1: Zannies and Grannies that rhymes. It's a good bar.
0: I ain't messing, literally, Zanny unc- Bar. Yeah. I ain't messing with your Grannies. I just drugged her out some Zannies. Zanny Bars will fuck
1: you up. Ever took a Zanny Bar? No. But On the record? I, I knew somebody that did, and he was fucked up. <laughs> he was messed up. Zannies are messed up. Hey, kids, don't do drugs.
0: All right, see you guys. Peace.
3: In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care, as she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of flying, but I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign, as we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet the sun rises take a seat, seat, seat Only then all night to the beep 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 feeling the sand on your feet 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 when the sun rises take a seat 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 only then will you know what I